Hello and welcome to Garblag Games. I'm Pete the Games Master and in a minute my guests will get to introduce themselves. Um, we're a little bit late than later than planned, sorry for the delay, but we are now here and ready to play a bit of Zweihander. Um, now, this is a slightly different version of Zweihander. This is actually my setting, Black Road, which is available on drive-through RPG right now um, but don't worry about that uh, we'll worry about that afterwards just getting on the right screen there there we go uh, you can see a bit of the map on the screen there and I'll do a little bit of an intro into the setting for uh, I think Kev probably less familiar with it than Ben um, and for our lovely viewers as well but I thought it would be good if our players tell you who they are who they're playing um, and anything about them and they want to. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There we go. Turn your mics on. Ben. Hello. Oh, I'm Ben, and I will be playing Pavel, the engineer who's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder about everybody being mean to him when he was younger. So he's got something to prove, and he's out there to go and fix things and do stuff. Hi, I'm Kevin. I assume I'm going next, as there's only two of us. Um, I'm playing Sir Stevon. Stevon? 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 Steven. Steven. That's the one. Um, I'm a hedge hedge knight, old and surly, and missing a foot for reasons that may become obvious. Oh, they won't become obvious later. But yeah. <laughs> Grizzled veteran. Grizzled veteran, yes. Cool. Okay, so uh, Black Road is my own Zweihander setting. The, I mean, the, the game itself, which I have here, this lovely, lovely book, the revised core rulebook, uh, with all its new ribbon and thinner book. You can now wield it with one hand. Um, no, you can't. Do not try and wield <laughs> this book with one hand. Look at that. It's, it's huge. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. Now, we've got some people watching already. Hello. Uh, welcome Hi. to Garblad Games if this is your first time. If not, welcome back. Um, don't forget to go and hit all those things down below later on after the stream. Um, cool. Okay, so Black Road is a humanocentric medieval setting uh, where there is a large kingdom called the Kingdom of Five, uh, which is ruled by a uh, an ancient breed of humans who are effectively timeless and immortal save for the good old chopping off the head or setting them on fire uh, they don't suffer from disease or poison uh, and they live forever there are very few of them left however including the king uh, king leron fullstar the ever king who has been king forever um now there are some mythical horrible nasty monsters up in the north the golems who you know hundreds of years ago held dominion over man and enslaved all the people to do their bidding but that was a long time ago and those stories are probably just more legend than anything real and people seem to forget about those things every now and then there's something called a surge when some horrible nasty things rise up out of the ground and attack the realms of the kingdom of five uh, but generally those problems aren't really your problems the problems you face are the vergers and the squabbles between the cities there are five major cities now i'm just gonna have to get over to here and do a little bit of scrolling so we have north avon in the north <laughs> cunning uh, blackbridge which is the industrial center of um, the, f uh, the kingdom of five 
Onsmouth, which is the capital, which is where the king resides. Reistable, which is the breadbasket of the uh, kingdom. And then Sartoria in the south, which is where the Magi are trained. Uh, that's their major export. They, they export indentured wizards to noble households. However, our story today will be happening a bit north and east, a bit mostly east of Four Hills, which hopefully you can see on the screen there. Make sure I've got that right. Yes, Four Hills. And in a, in a uh, territory that is sort of halfway between um, the Braden Hills, uh, Fairside, which is the, the territory of Blackbridge, and um, the North Strike, which is beholden to Onsmouth, which is where Leron's Pit and all the kind of hills and woodlands around there are. In a small town called Grimwick, uh, and you are overshadowed by the Fourth Strike campaign. Uh, sorry, Third Strike campaign. I get that right. Uh, and that is going on at the moment. This is where the, the civilized people of the Kingdom of Five are at war with the Verger clans in the Verge Mountains, which are those mountains you can see there on the screen. Now, the two characters have various different interactions with the Vergers and what the Strike campaign has meant for their life, which we'll see how that comes out. But Grimwick is a small town where the local... Um, Baron has requested the aid of these two people and the uh, Helmut, Baron Helmut uh, von Grimwick is in charge and he has asked the two of you to undertake a very special mission. Now, up in the mountains there is one good pass that heads into the mountains from Grimwick and a long time ago a previous Baron built a a fortified toll keep across that pass to stop unwanted vergers from just wandering into his lands. Uh, there's lots of good mining territory around Grimwick. There's lots of good logging that goes on as well, uh, which is often why it's fought over by the different cities as part of their territory. And there's often uh, squabbles uh, and strikers roaming around trying to keep the peace. Um, so he's asked that uh, the two of you go on a journey into the mountains to this toll keep uh, for two reasons. One, um, Pavel, the, you are being sent there to evaluate the, the fortification from a sapping siege warfare perspective uh, to see if it is still up to scratch. It's been a while since it was last inspected by a mason or engineer of any kind. So it's about time that someone did that and finding yourself a bit down on your luck and trying to find your way in the world, you have agreed to that. And so Stevan, um, you are to accompany him and to make sure he gets there in one piece in case there are any um, brigands or bandits roaming around. So the two of you have a horse and uh, rations and wet, good weather garments that you are heading out uh, from the town of Grimwick. Um, is there anything you would like to do in the town before you leave? This is a small kind of logging and mining community uh, tucked between some hills with the mountains in the background. My part, other than sharpening my sword, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I assume it's not going to go well. <laughs> uh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. It'll work out, I'm sure. I mean, 
at, at least we're not being followed, right? We're not being followed, are we? Are we being followed? No. Why would anybody follow <laughs> you're, us? you're a nervous one, aren't you? No. This is... No, I'm okay. fine. Okay, I'm fine. good. good. <laughs> Everything's fine. Just, like, crack my knuckles. <sighs> I'm just going to open my hefty tome here. Sorry. Get it onto the right page. We didn't establish before. Did we meet before this, or are we just meeting for this mission? I, I'll leave that down to you two. Have you? Have sorry, you... I'm asking. I'm not asking you, Pete. I'm asking. Oh, them. sorry. <laughs> I can't think. Why you got a you got a whole world to be worried about. Yeah. Just the game master. I'm, I'm, I don't need to be worried about that. Yeah, you're, you're running the whole world. We're <laughs> running. I think we, we probably haven't really met before. Yeah, I feel like this might be a but this first be, okay. Yeah, that works for me. Cool. Okay. But yeah, you're you're strong, you're mature. Yeah. But grizzled, <clears throat> you know, yeah. So are the things that try and kill you. So yeah, but but you can there fight, right? You're fighting. Yeah, yeah. I can. And and you're alive, so you must be quite good at it. Parts of me, yeah, sure. Like parts of you are good at it. Oh. Parts of me are still alive and still here. But let's keep going. Pavel, make an. Awareness roll. Now, I'm just going to bring up these. Uh, before we go further, I am just going to show off these lovely character sheets that are in Roll20. Because I have to say, someone I, I don't know who it is. And if if it's on here, then I will try and shout it out. But let's have a uh, Is this? Here we go. Can we see that? Yes, that's in the right place. All right, so, well, that doesn't work out very well. What did we get? So, Pavel, your perception is 43, and you have one rank in awareness, which I was just trying to get down there before you rolled the dice. Uh, there we go. So your perception is 43. You have one rank in awareness, which gives you a plus 10, uh, which means your rating is 53. There was no specific modifier. Um, but you rolled a 64, which is over your 53, which means you've failed your roll. I noticed nothing. You know, well, you're aware of your surroundings, just nothing. I mean, I, I guess you're you're a bit paranoid and having yeah. a look around. Um, but yeah, these are very nice character sheets that uh, work very well together, auto-filling uh, all of your different elements, uh, giving pretty. you lots of space to put in things like trappings uh, with little <laughs> coin purse holds coins uh that that was me i yeah <laughs> some of them didn't have any kind of description so i've just put silly when you hold coins if you live long enough to get paid Peter. Yeah, indeed well he's got 23 brass pennies um uh, and they're very well set up um which is a uh, one of the reasons we're using well 24 this game and it's fairly simple and free to use right that's the carrot sheet so you're setting out into the uh, countryside and you make your way um, across country on horseback. Uh, there's a slight drizzle in the air, nothing that's sort of going to soak you through, but you are. it is not the most comfortable ride you've been on. However, you're not in a great rush. There's no uh, imminent threat and you are. you make your way kind of calmly and peacefully up through the mountains uh, they're slowly rising around you you can see some with uh, snowy peaks in the distance and you know somewhere off to the northwest there is the uh, supposed legendary golem citadel of frost peak but 
we'll leave that to strikers and warriors off at the, in the wars. That's not really your concern. How'd you lose your foot? You're muted. You, you're muted. I think this is more of a second date kind of conversation. Though. Well, I'm, I'm curious because, and I, if it was a long time ago, was it recent? Because, um, and who made the prosthetic? Because, you know, I mean, it fits in a boot, but is it any good? Have you actually considered having it looked at properly? I mean, a trained engineer or a surgeon or a trained engineer and a surgeon, if you got the two of them together looking at it, you could probably come up with some kind of prosthetic that would give you some sort of use back to it, a bit of more mobility maybe. And if it wasn't raining, I'd do some drawings, but it is raining, so I can't do any drawings. So um, yeah, you were saying. Did you actually bring a weapon with you on this? Yeah, I've got curious. a couple. Okay, good, yeah, just. Flash open my coat. I got a couple of throwing knives. I'm gonna, I gotta check around, like look around to see if there's anything that looks anyway dangerous. But like looking around, mildly hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, uh, like loose the sword and the scabbard, like a little bit, just like, not pull it out, but like just like, like. <sighs> Unfortunately, there are no handy brigands behind rocks or uh, verger clansmen waiting to to murder you. It's just the two of you on the road. You are stuck with Pavel, sir. So Gonna give him, give him a smile, but like a. Um, Have you ever considered like integrating a whetstone into the hilt, into the scabbard of your sword? That way, it would sort of self sharpen every time you drew it. Yeah, I've, I've no, no. I, I have to say, I haven't. I it's got to be worth a try. I mean, why has nobody done this? It stands to reason, doesn't it? I mean, you've got to try it every time anyway. With your sword, not with my sword. Well, I haven't got a sword. I've got like some, I've got a dirk. I've got, yeah, I've got a, got a dirk and I've got, got a couple of throwing knives, but you know, it's a smaller scale. I suppose it would work for a sort of a practice run, a, a test, if you like. Uh, yeah, you, you get on that and get back to me with the results. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll start taking a look at that Do I tonight. I have some form we'll of alcohol on me? <laughs> oh, don't waste it. If you have some form of alcohol, we might need to use that. No, this is, a, this is an out of character. I'm wondering, looking at my character sheet, do I have something that I can just be like... Not, it's not specified, but I'm more than happy for you to have like a little bottle of um, grog on you. You know, nothing too strong, because obviously you need to keep your wits about you. You get more or less talkative under the influence of alcohol. I, I'm I'm just a little nervous. Um, okay. I I don't usually go out. It'll be fine, and if it's not fine, there'll be nothing left to worry about. That that's that's not reassuring. I know you no. want it to be <laughs> no. reassuring. No. But that's not reassuring. Usually, Accepted. usually there's like five or six people in with like the swords in this kind of arrangement, and maybe one of me, and then I just sort of stay in the middle. And then we go to a place and we look at a thing and I fix the thing and then I'm done and I don't have to fight anything. Yeah, but when there's more people, the pay doesn't go as far. So I just kill things harder and get more money. Okay, but yeah, you're a veteran. I'm sorry, I don't mean to insult you. You must be very, very good at your job. I mean, to still be alive at your age, you've got to be quite impressive, right? You're, you're calling me old now? No, no, not old. Um, okay. Mature. Grizzled. Uh, uh, how far away are we? Enduring. Enduring is the word I was looking for. You, you I'm, endure. I'm, I'm enduring something. 
it's over a day. You, it's going to take you a little while to get into the <laughs> mountain. Uh, so you're going to have to spend one night um, <laughs> on the road. Um, yeah. And your day passes in this way with Pavel <laughs> discussing his various different ways he could um, improve and mechanize your your various different uh, tools, weapons, or There are uh, dwarves in setting, aren't there? No, no. No, not at all. All humans. All humans, okay. All humans, yep. No, but you are from Blackbridge, uh, yeah. which is the industrial city and probably the closest thing to a dwarf in black road is someone who comes from blackbridge um the, that's uh that city is a is is a, literally a, a giant black bridge that spans a river with no uh supports it's an old golem um construct of course it's part of the black road isn't it yes it is part of the black road which is the golem laid road through the land which is like a you know everlasting surface that allows vehicles to move up and down it very quickly um, and it goes over the Faroe River, um, unsupported, as it, as it seems. And the Blackbridge is built sort of first on just north of that, and then across the bridge, and then around that area. And just north of there, there's the Forge of Usain, which is uh, a, a, like a big hole in the ground that this smith, smithing guild has built its uh, foundry around, where it fires every 400 days. And it's the hottest furnace known to man. And this is the only fire that has ever been uh, found or experienced that can melt Tillium steel, which is like a magical material that's found in the earth. And legend has it, it is the broken bones of the ancient king of the golems that Usain, the, the, the father god of um, the kingdom of five, he defeated him uh, eons ago which led to humans overthrowing the golems and becoming free. Which is all well and good and a great little story to tell your kids, but it doesn't mean you need to have like a mad cult taking over an actual usable forge so that you can actually build things, you know. Maybe put secular people in charge of the forge and use the forge to build the things instead of putting religious fanatics in charge of it. And I feel like they probably put themselves in charge of it. Well, exactly. Anyway. But again, like you said, that's more of a sort of second date kind of thing. Um, Sir Stephen, make a folklore roll at minus 10. Folklore? Folklore. Where am I finding you? You're under intelligence, I assume? No. Yeah. Uh, how do I add the minus 10 in? But, oh, yeah, I press it and then I do the thing, isn't it? Yeah, when you click on it, it comes up with a little thing saying folklore. situational modifier. Minus 10. Hey. Hey, numlock, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Let's see how you do. Oh, no. Nope. You failed. He, okay, so, he, you know, he, you know that he's talking of the Forgist cult, which is an offshoot of the faith of Usain, which is your faith. Can You've... I assume, Pete, sorry, that your description of that almost exactly is what he's been talking at me for like two hours yes sad, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like i have been there yeah yeah as you pointed out i'm quite old i've been a lot of places i do like to avoid the cities that less work less of the work that i do anyway yeah, more work for me uh, well things to fix i suppose people tend to break stuff especially when it's 
overcomplicated. It's not overcomplicated. It's just under understood. Oh, I'm sure not the way you would build it. But there are some of your craft that. Uh, if something's under understood, does that mean it's just stood? All the way back around. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So we are going to do. Um, here we go. This is the first time I've done this in in um, Swihander because we haven't had a wilderness travel section before. But I thought we'd go through this as part of our little journey. And this isn't a major. You're not doing like an extended uh, massive journey. So this is going to be short and probably fairly quick. Um, so we're going to do wilderness travel rules. So in Swihander, we'll be dead by ten past four. <laughs> in in Swihander, there are a series of kind of uh, mini games sort of uh, rule sections that allow you to um, divide certain things up uh, tackle them as a team see what you need to achieve them and then make some roles they do a, a similar thing for social encounters where you sort of ascertain the disposition of people first and uh, what you're trying to get out of any kind of social encounter uh, and with wilderness travel we um, we we have a process we have a six-step process uh, and we we first we will chart the route, then we will divide it into stretches, then we will uh, look at the terrain by each stretch, the threat level by each stretch, define the roles in the party, and then the journey begins. So chart the route. Uh, you must jointly agree where they're intending to travel. So we already know that. So we know that this path is fairly uh, mountainous, fairly uh, broken road that's heading up into the mountains. Um, and you are got two stretches. You've got a stretch tonight, and then a stretch the next day uh, up to the toll keep. So there are going to be two stretches, and those stretches they are short. Call upon each member of the party to make one toughness test during this time immediately after roll checks have been made. So they're going to be uh, there's going to be one toughness test per stretch to see how you do handling the travel it's raining a little bit it's uh, it's rocky hilly um, and we will then set the terrain by each stretch the first one is going to be um, standard terrain and then the second one will be challenging terrain as it starts to get more rocky and higher up into the mountains so the first terrain is a zero modifier and the second terrain is a minus 10. So that's, that's what we're going to be applying when we make those rolls. Um, threat level uh, is mildly dangerous. You know, they're off there. Occasionally there's kind of... Only if he keeps talking. <laughs> oh, no, then it's highly dangerous. Uh, there's kind of... There's kind of for both of us. There's scree rocks sort of falling down. Uh, and you know that there are Verger clans in the mountains, and the, the third strike campaign is on, which is when the kingdom is fighting the Verger clans. Um, not all of the Verger clans, by the way, just a select the ones that are getting um, aggressive. And uh, then we have to assign roles. So one of you will be uh, the navigator, and the rest are survivalists. So who... Or between you, do you wish to have as the navigator? Yeah, I think I'd probably best be the navigator because if I'm the survivalist, we're doomed. 
But yeah, that's yeah, that's probably probably. I can at do. least read. You know, small mercies. This I is true. I wonder how good my survival is. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Fine. Here we go. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So, so the journey begins. Uh, it can be arduous, taking its toll on the strongest as well as the weakest of travellers. When the journey begins, one character within each role must make a roll check in the order given below. Only one roll check is required, despite the length of the stretch. So, first is the navigator. So you have to make a roll. Uh, let's see. Finally, if they possess a specific skill focus for each of the necessary skills. Here we go. Uh, so you need to roll navigation skill. The guide. So mm-hmm. Pavel. Uh, and no modifiers. This is no modifiers because this is just the beginning. You're, you're setting out. Here we go. Right. So I look at the map. Yes. And I hold it upside down. And yes. I point this in the wrong direction. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. No, you, you did. Well. No, your rating is 51 and you rolled 25. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I was, was looking a... at Kev's folklore roll. <laughs> <laughs> that is a success. You. Yes. You, um, basically, this means that you're not going to get lost. You're not going to stumble on the road. You're not going to, um, any switchbacks or any any small paths leading off into the mountains elsewhere. You you manage to stick to the right road, uh, and your rations for the day will be sufficient. Uh, survivalist, you need to make a survival roll. Any modifier? No, um, oh. no, no modifier. Oh, you're, Ooh, you're successful. That. Okay. Um, so survivalist, don't, don't go in that bush. No, no. <laughs> You will co- come out covered in a rash. Just, just look. Stay with the map, but follow the roads. I will stay with the map. It's a shortcut. Why are no, you going okay. through? No, it's no, quicker. Not through the brush, please. And look, please. if you just draw a straight line through the map right here. You've heard of poison ivy, right? Yeah. This is like that, but more toxic. Okay. Just, just stay away from it. Well, it's a good job you're here then. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> So you make your way till it's time to make camp. And because you passed your survivalist roll, we're going to make your toughness rolls. And if you become imperiled, then you've made a good enough camp to help you recover that. It'll be the bush. I'm telling you. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, toughness. So this is a zero modifier. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That is a high roll. <laughs> so you're both tired. Well, I'm not surprised he keeps wanting to go around the twisty turnyway instead of going the straight line. It'd make a lot more sense if we just went in a straight, straight line. It's a straight line that way, but there's a cliff. We're not climbing the cliff. I mean, I'm sure, given the time, you could probably well, build something to get us up that cliff without us having to climb it. stairs on a cliff like that. It's much quicker to go in a straight line. True. Do you want to stay here and work on that? Or? No, we've got to get the key, haven't we? If okay. you want to get paid. Yes. So you uh, you both receive one point of physical peril. So if you go, that sounds terrifying. Peril tracker takes you now to imperiled. Where is our this peril? It's right That's next your, to brawn. Yes, you're on your first tab. The skills tab. Right next to what? Sorry. Go across from brawn. Yeah, brawn. Okay. Yes. So. Now, I will point this out to our viewers as well, because there may be people who aren't familiar with um, 
Swyander. So let's bring the character sheet down a bit and point out what I'm talking about. So you have in Swyander you have two forms of um, of uh, impact from the surroundings and from combat. You have damage and you have peril. Now hopefully we can see on the screen here. Let me get that back. Yes, you can see um, Sir Stevens' peril condition tracker. So you, everyone starts off as unhindered, and that means you're everyone's okay. You're not stressed. Uh, you're not under any kind of physical stress, any mental stress. Now you guys have Hopefully become... Hopefully not a dreadful mental stress. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so very zen. The first one is for free. So, And it's the same with damage. So you take damage, your first point of damage, nothing happens. But with peril, what happens? As you then go up further ranks, you start to uh, lose your... I'm in danger. Lose your cool. <laughs> Yes, and all your training and your kind of practice and experience goes out the window as you start to lose skill ranks um, because you're getting more and more flustered and um, out of, sort of out of control of yourself until finally you become incapacitated and you would pass out from like so much stress. You've just had like a bit of a break and you will, would collapse. All now, over and just rock backwards and forwards. Absolutely. Now... A character can ignore um, peril through various means. So there's some drugs and laudanum and all various other things that you can take. But also, if you were to have a focus, so if you see where the skills are, Marshall Melee, uh, he has got one rank in that. If he buys a focus in that, such as Mortuary Sword or Slashing People to Bits, um, and you can say that and if role you're making uses that focus, then you ignore peril because it's, you're so well trained in that particular thing that you can ignore your peril. So that's yeah. how um, cool. focuses work. You guys don't have any focuses. I'm just trying to keep it sort of simple uh, to begin with. And um, uh, these are kind of starting characters uh, that I've given you um, where I've I worried more about getting you uh, skills and bonuses rather than the, the sort of little extra bits on on the sides. Oh, I didn't realise that my manifest destiny gave me a plus five base chance. That's handy to know. Yes. So that's your that mind. So that's your one of I your, still fail, one of your talents. Yes. Okay. Plus five. Do you not want a minus five? No, so Pavel's got a special ability uh, which was rolled a character creation called Manifest Destiny. If he doesn't have a skill rank in something gets a plus five still because he's just kind of he's just got a natural knack at doing things mm. yeah like a jack of all trades kind of thing okay so the day has been arduous even though there is a road even though there is a path that is slightly broken and um you are tired sitting on horseback in the rain is a tiring thing when you haven't done it for a while and when you have a um, uh, a veteran's boot, it, you know, controlling the mount can be tricky. Filling with water. Yeah. And today it's just been one of those days. So you guys make camp, which is a a good camp, thanks to Sir Stevens finding the right uh, gear and equipment and brush to burn, and he's managed to find some dry um, uh, packing tinder. the bags correctly so all our shit isn't wet. All that kind of stuff. Exactly. Let's be honest, though. The real stress is because I haven't been allowed to go in straight lines and he's had to travel with me. 
Yeah. I just my my uh, <laughs> my my introvert meter is uh, <laughs> social interaction is just draining my battery. Absolutely. However, you are able to um, recover. So because of this, we're effectively going to erase that straight away. But if you say you've been traveling and then got into a fight, you would, you'd still have this kind yeah, of peril. Yeah, yeah, okay. You are now able to remove that peril because of your the good the good uh, status of your camp. Yeah, camping nice. skills. Okay, so that night you camp um, kind of under the stars and you are, your horses are sort of braying, neighing quietly in the corner. The wind is howling between the rocks and the peaks. Um, the rain eases off a bit, um, but the ground is still hard and cold, but the fire is good and it keeps you warm. And Sir Stevan whips up some sort of broth, you know, uh, kind of good, good uh, slow release carbs uh, to uh, you know potatoes, Some you know pearl barley in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quinoa. No, not Sir Seven. Be holding with that foreign muck. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to start doing some sketches for an upgraded foot. Okay, cool. <laughs> Are you, I mean, how are you, are you, are you, is a are you telling story. me about this or are you no, kind no, of no. like just doing it? Like, I'm just going to sit there sketching, <laughs> sketching foot designs. Uh, okay, make just, a trade, you make a trade craft roll. Uh, I think that's you, Ben. Uh, I think uh, I'm just delighted that you seem to be engrossed in something that isn't conversation. <laughs> I mean, not me, Ben. I love it when you talk. No, no, obviously. But Sir Stevan. Sir Stevan. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. Oh, I just occasionally ask you really weird just, questions just, like, yeah. how long's your leg? <laughs> What's your instep? <laughs> that might, that what might twig me to you it. Take? Yeah. Might give it away. You try to wait yeah. till I'm asleep and like just borrow it because I, <laughs> I take it off when I'm going to bed. Like. <laughs> there is a distinct possibility. Yeah. But there you go, I passed. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay, so you start to make some sketches. Um, and you think you, you've got the measure of him from afar, uh, you know, without maybe while he sleeps, you've got a little, <laughs> <laughs> got your stick out, you know, you're folding, you know, one of those yep. things. Um, maybe that's the snore. case. Awful, awful snore. I get and, the feeling um, something about the handlebar mustache makes it worse somehow. <laughs> if you didn't know, I have a handlebar mustache in the drawing. Absolutely. Well, what good hedge knight doesn't have a handlebar mustache? I like to think it's the kind of one where these bits kind of dangle a bit as well. Yes. Like not, not like not yeah. Pi May style, but like just are like, they're not sh like groomed. They're just like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Uh, it they, they flutter slightly in the breeze of your snoring. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So the, uh, the night passes uh, uneventfully and you awaken to slightly stiff joints, but not, not too bad. And you've recovered your uh, peril. So you then make your next um, next step of the journey, your next stretch, which is another short stretch, but this one is at minus ten percent. So um, we'll. I noticed there's a difficulty rating chart on the character sheet, so I'm going to set it to challenging. I'm not sure it works. I'm going to try it, but give it a Let's go. Let's see. Oh, it did work. It did work. It did yes, work. So you can just do that. Oh, there Bizarre. we go. Okay. So 
You both passed so your roll. So we smashed it. Oh, smashed uh, it. I, I did minus 10, though. I should have done plus 10. No, it's minus right. 10. No, it's minus 10. Yep. Oh. It is minus Just 10. mine's on difficulty and yours is on modifier. Yeah. Because yeah. I used the rating chart and you used the pop-up window. You just got to remember get... to switch it back. Yes. I How did I get a 5, then? It's, it's making my roll worse by 10, I assume. So it would make no, it higher. It, it changes your base score. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So it changes the score, and then you have to roll under it. I see. Yes. Kevin, you're very very pale in, in It's just because the, the room yeah, is no, dark. Hang on, I'll turn that's on the right. light. Because sure. it's the screen. Yeah, sure. Slightly less pale. That's fine. That's fine. In I fairness, just... he does live in Ireland. I don't live there. <laughs> I will soon. You will soon. Sorry, just I'm getting ahead of myself. These, these uh, strong blue eyes peering at me out from like a ghostly visage. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking me out because I've got oh, you on two screens. It's like, oh. tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next day, um, you make your way. The, it's steeper. It's more difficult. Um, there's more occasionally there's more sort of rock slides and scree sort of falling down on the road uh, as good travellers you try and clear some of that wherever you can um, see what this needs is some kind of thing that you can attach to your horse that sort of clears it as you pass so as you go along maybe some kind of trailing rake of some kind uh, you'd need to have it so that it was suspended yeah. in some way I guess because other clear it in front of the horse though not behind Oh, that would be harder because then the horse would have to... Oh, I see what you mean. So you'd need some kind of wheel. Wait, now you're getting me... <laughs> so you put a wheel in front with some kind of rotating drum uh, that has like a corkscrewed brush and then that could sweep the scree off to one side. Mm-hmm. But what do you do when you come across plants? I suppose then you'd need some kind of like blade inside to cut the plant off at a low level. I'll put my helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a full. Is it a full helmet? No, no helmet. Some socks up inside it. Yeah, stuff some sort of padding. <laughs> Minus ten to all perception checks from here. On. <laughs> okay, your the the continuous uh, conversation, which is quite one-sided, is <laughs> conveniently interrupted when you see up ahead on the mountain I think... pass. Go on, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, I think um, it, he probably wears away at me in that I probably start answering in spite of myself every so often. Sure. Just because he's got that kind of personality where I'd be like, yeah, I guess. And then, <laughs> why, why are you encouraging this in, in, internally? Sure. Yeah. Sorry, Rod. As, as far as Pavel's concerned, he's a fantastic conversationalist. <clears throat> it's inspiring. It's full of so many full ideas. ideas. Making the world a better place. That wasn't Sir Stevan. That was me. <laughs> Okay, so you can see up ahead two uh, towers, uh, one by the mountain, and one on the edge of the pass, and a wall is uh, built between them. Uh, This has been described to you, um, and as you're moving closer, you can see in the space behind it, there is um, some sort of stable, and um, there are... There is a, some noise coming from ahead. So if you can make awareness rolls, please. Oh, you're sleeping 10. tonight. Yep. Minus 10. Is that we're both at minus 10 or am I at minus 10? You're both at minus 10. If you're wearing your helmet with socks stuffed in your yeah. ears, then you're at <laughs> minus 20. <Yep. laughs> oh, you got double. Why 
While you guys are rolling, I'm just going to say hello to Fabius Bile. Maurice, sorry you couldn't stick around if your connection was unstable. Jeff, hello. H Sagittarius 8, welcome. Uh, and everyone else watching, thank you for joining us on Garbler Games. Double, double. Oh. Uh oh, oh yes, so, well done, good thing. Uh, so, in Zweihander, if you roll a double, it's a critical. If it's below your rating, then it's a critical success. If it's above your rating, then it's a critical failure. So, I like that. Um, Pavel, you're very keen. Yeah, what do my engineer is. eyes see? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's more of a it's more of a sound. Um, uh, so, Stevan, you're just kind of trying to like. I don't notice not anything listen. about the sound, but yeah. I noticed that he stopped talking. <laughs> That's the, yeah, and I'm yeah. just happy. Yeah, <laughs> like it sounds like a large congregation of people. You know that 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 background noise of people moving around, talking, shuffling, like a large crowd of people. Identifiable language or anything like that? Are the verges speaking a different language to um, They else? speak. Some of them speak Marik, which is the language you speak, and some of them speak Torag, which is a very close, distant, close, distant, close cousin, uh, as they all come from the root language Atani. Okay, so you wouldn't, they wouldn't have like a separate language or anything. No, no, okay. no. no. But you, it, it's still quite far away, so you just kind of can kind of hear this on the wind coming your way. That you're aware that there's a large group of people outside, very near that. Um, okay. And as you're, do you want to keep approaching? Yeah. Okay. A group of people. There's supposed to be a big group of people. Sure. As you approach, a um, a a horse comes down with a rider. So a rider comes down on a horse. Not like the horse got the rider <laughs> got the rider come out and said, you. "Come on, you." Uh, yeah. And this this um, person is dressed in uh, striker. A uniform now strikers is this kind of uh, a male vest uh, it's got a shield on the side with a, a split of green and yellow and is wearing a particular cloak a uh, again a green cloak and this person you, everyone knows what strikers are strikers are a uh, a kind of mixture between rangers and policemen they wander the lands they are supported by all the cities and all the households they go around solving problems, uh, sorting out trouble, looking for monsters to take them out. Uh, not like the, they're not like the Witcher. They're not like mutants or anything. They're just people who who volunteer, and they go and train in the Braden Hills, which is where Sir Steven is from. So Steven, you know, lots of strikers, strike sergeants, probably even a strike marshal. You know, it's like a military organization that's set up not to be an army to fight between any of the cities, but to fight the enemy without, not the enemy within. Although occasionally, people poke around in holes in the ground where they shouldn't do, and things come out, people call for the strikers to come and sort it out. Now, you know that a group of strikers man this um, outpost uh, in order to keep it clear and, um, you know, protected. And they cycle in and out of there every few weeks uh, with some of the strikers who are down in Grimwick. However, as you've been told, there's not been any contact for the last five to ten days, you're not sure. 
but there here seems to be a man riding down on a horse from from the uh, from the fortress. Ho there, ho there, ho there, ho! Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop right there, everybody! Who who's coming up the path today? Striker. I'm ahead of him. Hello, Striker. Um, I'm Pavel. I've been sent by the Baron to come up and take a look at your fortifications. So you got to check your chains, uh, fix your walls. I'm an engineer, see, and my job is to ensure that the fortress is in top condition. So Stevan here has been my excellent travel yeah. companion. Uh, he's a doughty warrior, and uh, he's got a fake foot. It's right there. Uh, okay. He looks at Sir Stevan. <laughs> like very, very well um, uh, well we, we weren't expecting anyone the um, strikers in Grimwick have told us that they haven't received word from you what's going on up here um, you should probably come up and talk to Dietmar. Um he's 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 uh, kind of in charge up at the up, up at the toll keep um I'm Comrade, and uh, I'm just, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm on duty today, keeping an eye out. The vergers are still there, just uh, kind of annoying us. You know, we're not letting them through, so, you know, as, as we shouldn't. So, um, you know, we're keeping things safe. So you don't know why there's not been communication with Grimwick then? Or you do, I think, and you want I think, me to talk to Dietmar about it? I think, I think we've run out of um, birds. I think that's the problem. I think Seems like a bit of an, bit of an oversight with you guys. You're normally quite organized. Let's talk to this Dietmar. Powell, you okay with talking to Dietmar, or do you want to get straight to your chains? No, no, we can talk to Dietmar. Hmm. We could have brought some birds up. You show um, us the way, or do you want us to I'll show bring you ourselves the way. up? There? Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to send us with a cage of birds. After you, good sir. So... This is the Tollkeep, and you guys are approaching it from the right-hand side as you are looking on the screen and viewers watching at home. Hello, Reluctant Artsy, giving you a wave. Um, I can see it. Yes. You, you, you got Beware. it now? He yep. might take it back. Okay. So, uh, this is the mounted Tollkeep. As you come around the corner, there is... Um, you can see a paved area around this large portcullis, which is down and in position. And through the portcullis, you can see lots of people. And they look to be um, fur-clad, shawls, uh, hoods, um, mostly women and children. Um, some, you know, do you think there are some uh, men there as well? Um, and there's a lot of them, so many that you can't really pick them out individually right now. There's just like there's a there's a block of people beyond through the portcullis through the hole. So you can kind a of see strange amount of people to be in an area like this. I assume. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and on the left, there are kind of a very small set of stables um, where there are no horses currently, and above. The portcullis, there's actually a walkway that goes between the two towers. The tower on your right, which is at the top, as you're looking at the screen, has no entry at this level. 
um, for security purpose reasons. And the only entrance to the, the tower on the south is heavily guarded from the outside. And that's to allow people approaching to go inside and have a conversation. Um, um, and that's called Falcon Tower, mainly because it looks a bit like the Millennium Falcon. Um, <laughs> uh, and there is someone standing on the stairs. Um, let me get over to here. So, so um, stables, uh, portcullis. Oh, hello. Only last as long as I do it. Yeah, ping. And then on the stairs here, uh, there is an, a, another fellow uh, in armor, sort of looking out in your direction. Hello. You... Are you deep, Ma? Aye, I am. And who who are you? What travellers is, is it heading up there now? I'm Pavel. This is uh, Stevan. I've been sent up to take a look at your portcullis and your stonework, give everything a bit of a tidy up, you know. I'm an engineer. Uh, He's looking you up and down. Just wanted to make sure that everything's in working order and that everything right. works. And so Stevan is here to make sure I don't die on the way, and he's done a great job. Conrad, get back inside and up on the rampart. Those vergers are moving around again. I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing. Some of them are looking at the North Tower. There's a lot of people through there. Ah, uh, vergers trying to make their way through again. Some, some story, I don't know. We're, we're not letting them through, don't worry. Okay, well, I'd better get to work on these chains. Um, Very well. What should we do with our horses? H how many... He, point, he points to the stable. You can put them in there. Oh, okay. How many Verger sightings have you had? You think there's a lot of them out there? Well, there's... Conrad counted them yesterday. They were just, just shy of uh, 50 on the other side of the portcullis. They're keeping their distance right now, but some of them are... Checking out the North Tower, as I said. There. Striker Sergeant. <clears throat> Striker Sergeant at, uh, at Grimwick asked us to make sure you guys were all right up here. Oh, yeah. While we were here. Yes. Yes. I mean, we've, um, we've run out of um, pigeons uh, to, send, to send back. Right here. Yeah. Um, That's an unusual thing for you guys to run out of. Probably fairly well provisioned, organized. Yes. Well, you know, these are difficult times, and there's rationing of most things, isn't there? Both of you make awareness rolls. Yeah, I was going to say, can I, can or I see? scrutinize, <laughs> uh -huh. if you wish? Oh. They scrutinize. Uh, modifier. Um, minus ten. No. Awareness or scrutinize? Are you scrutinizing or awarenessing? Yeah, dang. I was I was over anyway. I will scrutinize. I think. I, I scrutinized. Yeah, but I failed to do so. Even without, I didn't put the modifier on it, but I was still over. As did I. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Distracted by something engineering related. Comrade bushes past you, 
as you as he's kind of talking to you and makes his way up the stairs and opens the door into a uh, chamber um, and you're kind of momentarily distracted by what's uh, by being able to see inside the tower that what deep Mars words didn't quite uh, land on you and you can see inside now that there is a small chamber um, with a kind of an iron bar wall a, a, a blockage with a door in it it's almost like a cell that allows them to let people into the tower but not into the rest of the structure uh, and to question them and talk to them about uh, what they what they're intending to do if they're coming through so this area here with a table uh, you can see there's kind of uh, dotted lines around it those are kind of iron bars that seal that off in a three by three Hell fashion yeah. yep and mm -hmm. then here is the large winch uh, and the chain goes up through the ceiling uh, of, to off to some sort of pulley system somewhere um, to to you know ratchet up the the portcullis and uh, Deep Mars just like looking up and down right well you can put your horses in uh, in there he says pointing at the stable Destables. behind you Okay, please don't eat them. I'm not really worried about them eating them, although those pigeons mysteriously vanished. Um, I'm more worried about something else eating them. But I suppose we'll see something coming. Yeah, I, isn't it like an invasion if you've got more than five burgers? Uh, when we were, when I was at school, we used to talk about that. Somebody told me that if you saw more than five of them, you were allowed to shoot them with a crossbow. <laughs> It's, is is that um, Dieter nodding emphatically, or just Pete? Well, the, I'm, I'm assuming the two of you are just walking off. But yes, that, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of a common. It's like yeah. you can shoot a Welshman on a Saturday if you've got a longbow or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. silly, that's exactly those silly the kind old of thing things. I was yeah. Going for. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those silly old things. Um, okay. I think uh, I think the vergers themselves would probably disagree with you on that one. So, do you need my help with this? Oh, no, it's a simple ratchet and chain mechanism. I mean, I, I could I, yeah, I could do this in my sleep, to be fair. This is proper easy stuff. Hey, 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 a voice is shouting from the portcullis area. Hey, hey, you, hey, hey. And you could see like a like a hand reaching through the, there's this, I mean, it's a huge portcullis with really thick iron bands, mm. but kind of these holes about this big just mm. big enough for sort of a face to be seen through there's like a hand reaching through one of them like waving hey 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 i'm sorry i don't speak your language i speak yours oh okay hi you see deepmar kind of step down the stairs it's like ignore them don't talk oh. to the vergers they're filthy right, and then. disgusting, and they're not coming through the portcullis. I know, but a little bit of conversation helps me work sometimes. It sort of takes my mind off the boring bits and helps me sort of throw ideas around. But as you say, I mean, you're in charge. You're the boss man here. So I won't talk to him. Sorry, I can't talk to you. He says I'm not allowed. He, he looks up onto the level above where you see Conrad appearing from a doorway on a rampart above the portcullis. He says, Conrad, keep those verges away from the portcullis. 
and um, Comrade starts to like shout and sort of throw small rocks down, not at people, no. but in a way no. that would uh, discourage people from being nearby. Um, I'm going to watch whoever the guy with the hand was and just see how he reacts. It was a woman. It was a woman, and uh, she's kind of she's still there, waving waving her arm. Hey, hey, hey! Help, help us, help us, please! They're not letting us through. But they're not supposed to let you through. It's their job. I mean, if they let you through, then they wouldn't be doing their job because this is a place to stop you coming through. A rock hits her on her shoulder, and she screams, "Ah!" And she steps away, and like, "Fine, fine!" And she she steps back from the portcullis. I'm gonna uh, stare daggers up at Conrad, like in a He's really. Like... Right, I'm gonna take my measurements and take a look at this um, mechanism then, and see what's watting. Okay, so you're gonna go into the tower. Yeah, I'm gonna start by taking a look at the winch, and then I'm gonna look at the chains. Uh, I'm not gonna touch anything until I've had a look at everything. Okay. I want to do checks on. Mm -hmm the equipment and the walls like i was asked to do okay before i have to start doing any repairs. do you want to check anything out here before you go inside in terms of the portcullis or the walls um i think start with the winch okay and then go upstairs and look on the walls and then the portcullis okay sure right so you go you step into the tower um yep. uh, deep mark kind of moves out of the way but he doesn't ever kind of leave you he's like when you're putting the horses away, you sort of turn around. He's moved a bit closer to you. When As you start to walk back, he keeps a healthy distance and lets you get into the tower. But then he kind of comes in and kind of stands in the corner of the room by the stairs. He's probably just lonely. I mean, when you people, that's got to be quite interesting and exciting for him because it's got to get cold and a bit dull up here with nobody new to talk to or the same old people talking about the same old stuff. So I can't really blame him. I mean, I'd get cut in the same way if I got left alone for long periods of time up in the mountains with no one to talk to. Luckily, I've got Sir Steven, who's kept me company and is keeping me sane, and he's a great conversationalist. Um, he's a lucky guy. <laughs> now check the winch. Aye, aye. Okay. I'm putting the horses away, I assume, while he's mm -hmm. doing this, and then okay. I'll come in afterwards. Right. So, Pavel, let's have a... Um, hmm... Uh, I mean, scrutinize, tradecraft, warfare, any of those that you want to go for. Well, if I go for tradecraft, I've got a thing that means I can flip it if it doesn't work, haven't I? Yes, and if you succeed, you critically succeed. Ooh. Right, so you can flip that to pass. Which I will do. Yes. So that becomes a seven. Seven. <laughs> so you are successful. And you look the look this winch over. Um, on the floor uh, beneath it, there is a small um, container of like grease, uh, kind of like a you know oily grease. And you can see that fairly recently, someone seems to have applied some of it to the chain, and they've clearly sort of wound the raised the portcullis, lowered the portcullis. There seems to be a healthy, you know, the chain isn't getting rusty and brittle next to each other and possibly tearing any links or causing any problems like that. Well, that's you a know, refreshing change. You People don't want to get your hands on this. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's not grubby. It's not, you know. Um, you will also need to make an additional scrutinize check at minus 10. Ooh. Please. Dun, 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 so I should um, say a... 
a challenging scrutinized check because there's a name for each level of penalty. Ben, you're disappearing slightly off the bottom of your Waiting. screen. Whoa, sorry, I was leaning on my radiator because it's getting a bit chilly. And <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I moved my radiator around a bit more. Uh-oh, now I'm uh -huh. on the wires. Right. There we go. You are successful. Put I am successful in my scrutinizing. Okay. Um, there is a small uh, speck of something red on the handle of the winch. Um, and now that you see that, you look down and you can see that someone has recently scrubbed the floor. So, Stefan, you step into the room. That's not normal. Deep, he's, um... Are you done? Well, I've barely started. I mean, I've taken a look. I'm going to need to go up on the walls and take a look at the chains up there, and then I have to look at the portcullis. Um, I'm going to have to check the pointing and the sort of stone standard i'm gonna i'm gonna turn to uh oh, what's his what's his name in deepmar and say yeah. um where do you keep your pigeons oh they're upstairs hmm. well they were we haven't we've run out of them so i hear as we said hmm. there's a whole there's a whole chamber but we're out Okay, well, if I could just go up on the wall and take a look at the chains. So, Stevan, can you help me carry some of my equipment up there? Uh, sure, sure. Why not? I wouldn't want you to put your back out. That might well, go yeah. into my bonus. Deepmar exactly. is kind of standing against the door in this iron bar wall, which is there. Did you see that? I did it. not because I've got my character sheet open. Just didn't see it ping. There we go. So he's In, he's kind of standing against that, like a physical barrier. But he's kind of points at the stair, at the at the stairs. He's like, feel free. Right. So I shall head upstairs. Right. Let's go upstairs. Let me get the right one. And I need to add the players to it. Some something is um, making me feel, making Sir Stevan feel very shifty about these pigeons because they were either eaten, deliberately released, or they actually are somewhere. So <laughs> he's got to keep an ear out in case he hears cooing when we're as we're moving around. I think that's the right. Yes, yeah, the right one. Okay. Can you see that? Oh, yes. Slightly off. Let me just bring that down. Oh, it's got this clipping thing going on. And I will scroll. I think that's about right. Ooh. Okay. So you come up the staircase um, into a chamber. There's one large chamber. And you can see that there is a sort of armory in this room. There's a table with two chairs. And there's a weapons rack. There is a an arrow slit in, in one uh, wall, um, which will be overlooking the area where the vergers are congregating. Uh, behind behind that on the far wall, there is a torch and uh, the, the spiral staircase for further up into the tower, one of those uh, narrow little ones. And then there is a door 
ahead of you. Um, no sign of comrade. He's clearly further up. Um, Deepmar is coming up the stairs behind you. But he's doing it slowly. He doesn't seem to be too worried. He's Now that he's met you, he's not particularly stressed. There are various weapons uh, on the on the rack. There seem to be a couple lying on the floor as well. Um, I've not got a long time to talk to Sister and have I? So I shall lean across to him and say, seconds. make your limp look worse. And then just go straight over to the chains on the wall and start examining them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the chains come up through the floor. Uh, and they go across through the wall above the doorway um, ahead of you. And, uh, sorry, I'm just getting to the right page. Yes, so you're going to head over to where the chains are. Again, these chains seem to be in fairly good repair. They don't seem to be like they're falling apart um, or, you know, knackered in any way. I want to drop a ball of string down the chain hole yep and then pull it back up again measuring it as it comes back up okay yeah it doesn't actually do anything it just yeah. looks official yeah 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 you'd like got your stick out and everything yeah you're looking like you're official uh the doorway ahead of you is closed uh and you can now also through the arrow slit you can hear the noise the, the noise of the um Verges below. So there's a bit, a little bit of light coming in through there. There's a lit torch on the wall behind you, um, and there seems to be some sort of little bucket down by that arrow slit. Do the chains go any further up? Um, no, no, they're going up to the ceiling here and along the ceiling. Right. So now I need to go across to the other tower and check it. Deepmar says, so should... "You want to go through there." Well, I have to. I, I can't just check the chain on one side. I've got to check the chain on the other well, side. Well, we'll because... need to go up to go across. But you need to. Oh, okay. You need to. He just. He just seems to be nodding at the door. So don't go through there. We'll go through the upstairs one. That's not a problem. No, no, no. Good. He walks over and opens the door. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. we'll go through there then. And you can see oh, now see. the chain's gone up to like pulley through you're gonna, you i'm know. gonna be making my limp look worse as i was instructed because i like okay. this is weird but because i know nothing about why he's saying this to me but sure. <laughs> shifty and in this chamber there is a big slot which the portcullis is below and you can now see the top of the portcullis um in that let me point it out to you for viewers alike in this slot Yep. Mm -hmm. There is a portcullis just below. There is a, a stone floor leading up to it. So you could fall off there, but you just step on top of the portcullis. Chains run along the ceiling to various pulleys systems up above and then onto the, secure down onto the top of the um, on top of the portcullis uh, in kind of in the center. In front of you, there are four large holes in the floor as well, which you assume for pouring sort of various concoctions into that chamber downstairs, which was the, hey, please come in and talk to us. Oh, you've turned into bad guys. Now we're going to drop stuff on your head. Yep. Murder holes. Indeed. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, <clears throat> like, kind of pinch, like, grab at my 
just above my knees, though. It's like kind of cramping. Dietmar can't fit in here with us very easily, can he? Not really, no. So is he sort of lingering He's outside? just standing out. He's, he's still in the room uh, watching you. Um, he's standing about here now as you have gone into the chamber. So a couple of, couple of big five-foot flagstones back. I will lean into Sir Stevan as um, I'm sort of poking yeah. around at the wall. I'm going I'm to be kind of say, to give you the cover, I'm going to say, like, could you have a look at this foot? And you say you could do something about this leg, kind of thing, as you're kind of... Right, so I'll go and have a look at your tying machine. Yeah. <laughs> and while I'm doing that, I'll say there's fresh blood on the floor downstairs. You hear yeah. footsteps on the, on the stairs and Comrade comes running down. Uh, Dima's like, what's wrong? Uh, um, uh, it's Natasia. Uh, she wanted to talk to you. Dietmar looks at him like with daggers, like hardcore uh, stare, and then says, fine, well, what's these two? Um, they're just checking the portcullis and the chains and the footings, nowhere else. And he heads up back the way Comrade, comrade came. Uh, and seems to make his way somewhere else. He seems nervous, Conrad. Is he always like this? I th I think it's just the pressure of being a strike sergeant. I've known a couple of those in my time. Make perception rolls. The nervy type. Ooh, perception awareness? Perception um, scru scrutinize? Scrutinize, probably. Scrutinize. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nope. I am aware that he is there. Pavel. Oh yeah. He's making stuff up. It seems. I am a he's, scrutineer. He's unsure about what he's saying as he says to you. The pressure of being mm. a strike sergeant, maybe. Right. So I'm gonna start talking at him about. <laughs> the chains and all bullshit the bullshitter <laughs> so who is it that's been maintaining the chains because they've been doing a really good job i'd quite like to talk to them because i gotta say whoever's been looking after your chains and stuff here they've been doing a really really sort of top-notch bit of work uh is it you i mean you look like the kind I of think, guy who knows think, his way around i think that was the previous um team that were here that they just okay it's just it looked like it had been done quite recently so uh, you haven't had anybody adjust the portcullis or do any oiling or anything recently because it looks like it's in really good nick and whoever's been on it has been on occasionally it occasionally really well. we put a blob of grease on the chain all right so not you then no no i'm i'm more concerned with them he says pointing out the window yeah understandable um, but you know the the mechanics and the machinery—that's what keeps them away. If it wasn't for the machinery, you got to be careful. So a blob of grease—you got to get just the right amount. You got to massage it into the chains. You really need to know your stuff. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know my stuff. Oh, so do you oh, have an engineering stuff? No, no, no. Is, that's why you're here, isn't it? Is that oh, what? Yes. Uh, I can't remember what the lady's name you said was, but I say, is that Natasia. what Natasia? Is that what Natasia does around here, Ben? Yes. No, she does other things. She well, does I have other to forgive things. him because he doesn't know that they, they wouldn't let women into the engineering college. So obviously it's not going to be her. So she's like the cook or something. Yeah. Actually, cook. I wouldn't say we that to hours. her if I were you. Um, uh, have you got anything to eat? What does she do? 
Um, she does various different things for the team. Um, for she, example, she she knows a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. good, and she's good with a bow. Uh, I, I mean, uh, are you done here? I could probably take you up to the I next mean, level. I'm, I'm, got... I'm done here, and I need to check the stonework. But uh, I'm more concerned with the chains and the portcullis for now. The stonework could wait. Stone lasts longer, am I right? Yes. There you go. I knew you knew something. You look like a smart guy, so you know more about stonework than you do about mechanics. But that's a good thing, especially in your line of work where you've got to protect the castle. Well, of course, of course. I mean, so let's go up and then we'll go across and we'll check the portcullis chains on the other side. What's the other tower called? This one's called oh, this the Falcon is, this, Tower. These isn't are the it? chains. These are the chains here. So this yeah, is yeah, yeah. But there'll be chains on the other side as well. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's all done from one side so that if they breach the other tower, they can't compromise the portcullis. Oh, okay. Well, I'll still need to take a look just in case. I mean, you know. They're... Oh, sure. Sure. work and pointing and all of that. Well, let me take what you, did you upstairs. Say the other There's tower a fire. Was There's a fire upstairs. At least they'll be warm. But what it's did called you say the, the other Eerie. Called? Eerie. Falcon and the Eerie. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll take you upstairs. Yes. think this is the right one hang on I'll bring you over to it in a second once I've got it expanded correctly oh god it's doing this clipping thing where it doesn't like sort of appearing in the right ratio anyway here we go stretch that way a little bit there we go that's about right Okay, let's bring you over to it. Here we go. Sorry, I've got multiple screens. I have to bring the little player tag over to the thing. Third funds of roll 20. Okay, so you come up. This is a tighter staircase. Uh, and it's one that keeps going up. Uh, but here's a, here's a landing. And he takes you up to this floor and says, um, Yes, uh, in here there's the... There's the um, that's the kitchen, where we where where we where we normally eat, um, and he opens the door, uh, and this room is a lot warmer than the other rooms you've been in. In the far side from you, there is a chimney. Let me just point that out to you. There is a chimney uh, within which there is a fire, uh, which is roaring. There doesn't seem to be anyone in here, but there is a pot like a large cauldron style thing um, or hanging over that fire or just this sort of this, the, the front side of the fire. Uh, there's table, uh, um, there's a food preparation area for chopping and mixing gruel and soups. And yes, there's sort of broth bubbling away. Uh, there is a, uh, there is a doorway over to your left as you go in, which leads to a winch which you'd seen from outside, which is how they get sort of food and supplies up to here without having to like cart it all up through the tower. And there's another... you mind if Sir Seven takes a seat for a while? Cause yeah, it's, it's playing hell on his leg this weather. So it's if he could sit ride. by the fire and I can go and carry on just checking stonework and pointing and we'll be fine. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll come, I'll come with you. If, if yeah, Sir, yeah. Sir, yeah, Sir Seven. Oh yeah. Oh. 
Um, right. Uh, yes. He's a veteran. Feel, uh, feel free. Just to, I mean, it's it's nice to be in the presence of another. Uh, I'm another literally just like, stare, like staring at, not staring like <clears throat> staring, but like maintaining completely neutral eye contact with him the whole time as he's trying to tell his like just like <laughs> okay uh make a uh, like no a, no response make to a scrutinize at plus 20. it's, it's not even it's like i'm, I'm no you, like, you, do, you I don't, don't believe have... a fucking word you're saying look like just just looking at him and going yeah keep, no i know keep talking. yeah no i know but you're starting to get a gist of him yeah Oh, I didn't even do the plus 20, but that was a 29 anyway. Okay. He well, seems well. particularly uh, disturbed by the fact that you are an experienced warrior and have a title. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, he says, yes, uh, sir, please have a seat by the fire. Help yourself to broth. I mean, it's all it's all there for you. Have all of it if you want. Um, I will accompany your your um, your colleague here. Um uh, to to check out the portcullis and the the point. What did you call it? Pointing stonework. Oh oh oh! I thought you meant like. Oh, Just okay. to be clear, yeah. I'm paid to keep him safe. And if anything happens, that means what? that he's not safe. I'll be blaming you. Okay. Good. I sit down. Okay, you sit down. Pavel, where would you like to go? So everything working fine in here then? Winch uh, yes. okay? Yeah, yeah, the winch is fine. You know. All right, well, we don't really... It, it's rope, let's be honest. It's a pulley. Any yeah. idiot can fix that. Let's, yeah. let's go out on the wall and start looking at the crenellations and the pointing along there. Okay. Let's get Dash you... I'll head outside onto the cross piece and start poking around at the crenellations, scraping at the... Um, I'm going to give you that much. Okay. <laughs> so you go out on. Oh, God, the... the other side is just fire. It's just all <laughs> fire. <laughs> no, that's silly. That's where there's all the corpses a, are. There's a dark yeah. void. That Moving corpses. Into. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there is a. Um, there are crenellations. This is the rampart. Uh, it's open uh, on the side that you originally came from so the home side as it were uh, and the crenellations are on the away side uh, and you can now see down uh, all of the verges there they've got small sort of tent-like structures uh, people are moving around they've got a few small fires um, and as you're watching you see a few more coming down the pass uh, and joining this collection you, there's more you're I believe you I am very numerate yes so right. I'm going to be sort of scraping away at a little bit of mortar. And while I'm scraping away at the mortar, I want to get a feel okay, for Okay, make an education numbers. roll to see if you can count them all quickly, uh, which you get a bonus to because of your extremely numerate. What sort of a bonus? Is it easy? Is it it's routine? under your, it it's under your, if you click on your talent, it'll tell you on the screen, which is Where probably good for talent? our viewers as well. I think it's the middle Incredible tab. numeration. There we go. Yep. What does it say? It says plus 10 base chance when counting or cheating. So there we go. <laughs> Two of Ben's favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I can't do them. It doesn't mean Pavel can't. <laughs> so you said education. 
Yeah, and it's a plus ten anyway, so you'll be at plus twenty because it's not it's not it's not hard. <laughs> and yet somehow I forgot to add one of the plus tens, but even sure. then. Now um this might be an interesting point to discuss fortune. There are fortune points. And there are three fortune points. Uh, because it's one plus the number of players. Let me just go to the right page for this. 24. If you're following at home, page 24 of the revised core rulebook is Fortune. Here we go. Let me get to that. I should just... 24. This is cracking telly. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> a fortune point. Uh, the the tides of order and chaos are in a constant tug of war. All are bound to the wheel of fortune as it turns, and you can spend uh, fortune points. Um, oh no, it's equal to the number of. Every... Well, this is the thing. The beginning of every game session, place yeah. one token plus a number of additional tokens equal to the number of players participating into a bowl. This means that there are five players, a total of six tokens. So there are three fortune points available. You can I use... think this is actually kind of important, so I do want to spend one of those fortune points to... Now, before you roll, when you spend a fortune point, it turns into a misfortune point that it this does. guy can use. Yeah. Uh, and now what you can do with a fortune point, let me just read these out to you. Immediately after failing a skill test, spend a fortune point. You may then re-roll to generate a better result but must accept mm -hmm. the new outcome. During combat, you can spend a fortune point to gain one additional action point on your turn, and you get normally have three action points. I can give you an additional action. Uh, and the third option is immediately after rolling a D6 Chaos or Fury die. Chaos die are used with magic, and Fury die are your damage in combat. Spend a fortune point to treat it as a face value of six. So you roll a D6 for damage when you hit someone, so you can use a fortune point to do max damage, and a six explodes, so you get to roll again. I'm going to re-roll that education check, because I think it is important, because I have a suspicion that there are a lot of women and children outside, and they're not the threat that this fortress was put here to stop. Mm -hmm. You know, armed groups of verger warriors, that's more of an issue. But women and children fleeing the north for safety, that, mm, it doesn't sit right. Okay. Also, just Dieter's attitude. Yeah. Dietmar, sorry. Dietmar. Okay. So there we go. Uh -huh. That's a little Success. bit more like it. So he said to you that there were sort of less than 50. But as you kind of look out and your eyes kind of scan the thing, uh, assuming there were two people in every tent, you um, believe that there are nearly 150 people gathered on the other side and they look generally quite hungry although there are the odd fires there there's very little hanging over those fires um and children are crying um and yeah there's sort of that's the kind of situation they look like refugees basically yeah that was kind of the vibe i was getting right i'm also going to talk to conrad and i'm going to talk to conrad at it's a mile a minute okay so yeah, it's like, okay so you're going to try and um where are you from conrad See, I'm first side myself. I did all of my training in um, Blackbridge. Blackbridge. Black Blackbridge, that was the one. Yeah. It's on a big bridge. <laughs> Which is black. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to sort of find out where he's from. Okay. Cause... Oh, yes. I mean, I'm, 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 uh, I'm from 
uh, around here, you know. Yeah, North Strike, born and raised. Yep. Yep. How do you get into Strike? I mean, I know it's tough business. Well, you know, I um, I always wanted to be a striker since I was a small lad. And um, yeah, uh, when they came around uh, looking for recruits, I volunteered, uh, went up north uh, to those uh, those good old the Braden Hills. Uh, lots of hunting and, and trooping and tracking and, you know, learning the laws of the what land. What was your best trial when you were up there? Because, I mean, I know you guys do like six, uh, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I, I... My best is trial. Is it six or is it seven? I can never remember. I think they've. I think they they added another one. Uh, oh, that'd be why. Yeah, yeah. So, so it used to be six and it's seven I now. I think it's seven now. Yeah, and, and yours. Um, your best one was what? The bow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the the hunt, the hunt, the trial of the hunt. Yeah, yeah. Deacon did say that you were a bit good with a bow. Uh, yeah. So that's weird. There's like two of you who are really good archers. Yeah, Natasha's good with a bow. I'm anyway, all done here. On to the next one. And I'll move further along the walls, checking more crenellations. Okay. But this guy's just making me more and more suspicious as time goes by. Okay. Because I just made up those trials. Sure. <laughs> uh, and he has no idea what you're talking about. Well, he's just playing along. Funnily you enough, can tell if now. If I wasn't that's... in the kitchen by myself, I was going to, because I'm from the Brayton Hills, <laughs> I was going to talk to him about that exact thing and be like, hey, so you know that little pie shop on the corner, blah, 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 but like change two of the details that everyone yeah, yeah. would know. Yeah. But I'm not there. I'm no. sitting in. I also wanted to give um, Sir Stevan a chance to have a bit of a poke around on his yeah. own. Maybe yes. here we yeah. on some stuff. So. That's the plan. So. While you guys are out, while uh, Pavel is out on the uh, rampart with uh, Conrad's nervous breakdown, Sir Stephen, you have been left alone in the kitchen. What do you want to do? I am reticent to go too far away from you because if shit goes down, it could go south real quick. But however, I am curious. <laughs> to, uh, do you know what I want to do? Is uh, did, he said the pigeons are above where we are, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, can I go up and just check that out? Because that seems like a safer path than um, necessarily going down to, okay. to wherever these other two guys are fucking having their chat. I'm going to go okay. up. Okay, you're going to go up. Yeah. Right, hang on. Bear with me a second. Make oh, sure. and actually, before I go, can I just have a quick check of the soup? It's not pigeon, is it? <laughs> the mysterious meat in it. No. Um, like, it's no. not obviously... Bird no, it's not. Obvious. No, it's actually more of a. Soup. It's actually more of a vegetable uh, broth. This is, um, this is my my hill to die on. I'm all about the pigeons. <laughs> that explains why we haven't encountered many wild vegetables. Exactly, they've all been <laughs> those bastards. <laughs> they've all been brutally murdered. Right. Sorry, I just. The, the audience can see it, but you can't see it yet. I'm just moving you over now. Oop. Right, so you go up a level mm -hmm. to here. Come up these stairs. And this is uh, an area that's clearly set up for defending the tower. Um, mm -hmm. There is uh, an, another weapons rack, which has... Um, there's a kind of crossbow, there's a bow, there's 
pots of arrows and bolts on the floor. There are a few close combat weapons on there as well. Um, and there is a door to a chamber. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over and open that door. Okay. You open that door. Choice. And on the wall opposite the door, there mm -hmm. is a ladder. And a torch. There's The, the torch is not lit. Um, but the, there are, there's one lit in the room that you're in. Uh, when you open the door, the light comes in. You can see the ladder. And at the top of the ladder, there is a hatch. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. Because of stairs. Right. See what's so, going on. I apologize for all the map moving. It's fine. It's good. I, I wasn't quite able to set them all up in time. I mean, I couldn't get my children out of the house in time, let alone set all the maps up in time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the main reason we were late. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Uh, once again, the audience can see, but the players can't. So here we go. Okay. Go up the ladder. Yeah. Um, are you going to shoot, comrade? Attempting to be <laughs> quiet in any way, or are you just going up and flapping the top up? Um, well, I'm not going like bang, bang, but no, I'm no, not no. like sure, I'm not, sure. yeah, okay, not fine. trying to be You're super stealthy. Okay, but... No, fine, that's fine. So you make your way up to the, you lift the the hatch. There's this. It's mm. not. It's not locked. There's actually like bolts on the interior, mm -hmm. which you, yeah, you know, makes sense. And you you pull yourself up onto the onto the roof of the tower, and there are crenellations all around, and there are kind of brazier pots that aren't lit right now, on the on the roof, uh, which are there's one over here, and one over here. Mm -hmm. That one's not working. There we go. Um, and there are two ballista, ballista, ballistas, how, whatever you say for plural of ballista, uh, on a like a raised platform, so that they can, they are level with the can shoot into the women and, children. and they can shoot down. Good. They're on like big, winchy pivot type things, you know. So you can like, um, I mean these these Pavel would be really interested in, yeah. You know if he could if he could get a few of these. But he's not around, so, you know, his loss. Um, I see anything over through the tower. Uh-huh. I presume I can see it from here. So, Is there any, yeah, it's like literally this far apart. So, yeah, yeah. Is there anything the, of interest visible? On the other tower. Uh, can you see that? Yep. There is a large uh, construct of wood um, with braziers, and you can see kind of pots, uh, like a beacon ceramic nice pots. It's like a big beacon yeah, style yeah. thing. Uh, and there are, there's like a, a row of ceramic pots around it that you assume are filled with oil that can be like mm. dashed on it and then you can set this thing on fire if there's like a true like uh, the bad guys are coming kind of thing the English are coming no wait that was the American Revolution <laughs> different thing altogether you know or you're in, you live in Rohan and you need to talk to someone in Gondor yeah. kind of thing yeah. <laughs> they had a whole bunch of those things <laughs> Dude, um, I would not want to be the guy who lives on the top of that mountain next to that pile yeah. of sticks just, just yeah. there to like, oh, finally, I've been here 10 years. And I yeah. see, see yeah. You also don't want to be the guy that like is in the toilet when the other beacon gets lit and so you miss it. And like, yeah, The beacons are lit, yeah, but not all of them. 
Yeah, there's one. Just one in the chain, so it just oh, stops. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. yeah, it's gone. Um, yeah, so you can't see anything up there. There's nothing uh, unusual about like kind of make a down along make the a um. I scrutinise. This has been going well for me so far. Yeah, make a giant heap of corpses. <laughs> make a scrutinise. Someone nailed corpses to the outside of the tower. How do we not <laughs> notice that on the way? This is a minus thirty. Ooh, this is a tough one. Super tough. Right. Well, yeah. Don't I'm forget, see, there is another fortune point. through a tower. Um, no. So, if fortune point is just a re-roll, is it, in this case? It is a re-roll, so it's still a difficult... It'd still be very difficult. I have to get below a 20. I don't think it's worth... Mm, probably not. I don't think it's worth it. It's not going to happen. Too narrow an option. Um, the, 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 the tower below that mm-hmm. has arrow slits in one side of it that look down into the area where all the vergers are. But apart from that, it's just a solid tower. It's, you know, fairly bland, in fact, and just um, a robust fortification with very little embellishment or fanciness about it. So uh, can I see see Conrad and Powell on the third thing? They're, yes. they're out on the thing, aren't they? They like, are actually. out on the yeah. thing. He's, he's, he's taking it's his not, time. It's not like enclosed or anything. No, no, no. It's not enclosed. It's not enclosed. Oh. Yeah. So you can, like, peer over and see them. And you can see that there are lots of people down below. Um, and at no point in my quest up through this tower did I find empty pigeon cages or, like, empty... Not this tower. Yeah. All right. Did he say... He said it was this tower, didn't he? No, he just said. No, he just said upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And and this one's called the Falcon Tower. The other one's called the Eerie. Yeah. So it makes sense. Okay. I'm gonna head back down and find my way to the or out to the guys having rested my leg. I'm not gonna go in search of the other people because I feel like that would be potentially a poor choice. Okay. So we're back down to this level. Um. Yes. Okay. We're not there currently, but sorry. Oh, you're not. There. Ah, sorry. Yes. I Audiences to move the players again. Here we go. Boop boop. Oh. Teleport. You there? Yep. Cool. So, uh, Pavel, you've been talking away with uh, Comrade, you know, on the on the thing, and, <laughs> yeah. and at the minute, I'm discussing back. the importance of handrails. For the far side of the platform, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, yeah. No, I've always said that. Um, it's strange, isn't it? Uh, I don't know why. I mean, obviously, to save on materials, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I could probably knock something up for you before we left if you want. Like, just, like a wooden, little, a wooden. Oh, little handrail wouldn't do any harm, would it? We'll be okay. Uh, do um, right. Can we get into this other tower, and so I can check the far side chains? Um, well, as I said, uh, you you won't be able to view any chains from there, um, uh, and um, uh, um, they're busy at the moment, so we should, probably shouldn't disturb them. So, All right, what about the anterior slot work, though? The 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 sorry anterior slot the anterior slot work the bit the uppy downy bit. Uh, oh, the portcullis goes up and down inside two particular grooves, right? So you've got primary slot work, you've got your anterior slot work. It's all in primary that. Primary slot work's all fine, looks great. I'm going to need to maybe 
have a bit of a poke around to stick my head in holes, that kind of thing. But the anterior slot work is the one that people usually we'll forget to, about. We'll need to go down to the ground floor to look at that. Okay, well, we could do that. From inside, from, from the portcullis inside. Although if we could stop for some food, that'd be great. Um, was Sir Stevan, was the, the food... At the door at this point, yeah. Okay. Was the, ah, Sir Stevan. He seems visibly relieved. <laughs> uh, um, and he starts walking towards Sir Stevan. Uh, yes, uh, Pavel, we can have a bite to eat through here, and then I could take you down to check the... Uh, and Anterior here, slot uh, work. Slot, slot thingy. Yes, that. That'd that, be great. That one. Yes. Um, you don't need to do that the whole way through. Don't you have to look at it from top to bottom? The the, the others are busy uh, with some official striker business uh, in the other tower um, at the moment. It's probably best I've, not to discuss. I've them. helped with my fair share of official striker business. I'm not worried about it. Uh, it's not a secret organization. <laughs> what, what are you? They just they just you know need some privacy to work through some things at the moment. Hey, so Stephen, yeah. Conrad was um, telling me about his training in the Braden Hills and how he was best at the, uh, what, what was it you called it? The the Huntsman Trial? The task of that, the Trial of the Hunt. That's right, the Huntsman Trial, you said. Yeah. Yeah. On separate occasions, different things. Does that ring any bells for me? He's clearly making it out. I mean, it sounds, you know, they... The to trial. my recollection, but... Oh, sorry but you probably rem- I had a brief when interruption sick, of fair. my... Sorry, I had a brief interruption of my OBS there. So, viewers, if you experience some difficulties, I'm very sorry. Um, I just need to quickly pop away for one second to get a drink to uh, wet my whistle. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to just flash up a little holding screen for a minute and put it on mute so we're not we're not um, accidentally saying all of our true disgusting beliefs live on air. Anyway. And we're back. Okay. Thank you for your patience, viewers, after our little comfort break there. Okay. So uh, the three of you are now on the, you're still on the the rampart and you are um, just about to, I think you're just about to head back across so you can go downstairs. So as you are, you can hear now people down outside the verges going, hey, hey, when are you going to let us in? When are you going to let us in? And like, it's like a roar of people sort of shouting, when, are we coming? when can we come through? Please, please. They're not, they will not be far behind us. Please, please let us through. Please help us, help us. Um, and this kind of general shouting of people uh, draws you to the, towards the crenellations to like look over. And you can see there are now more people coming down the pass in dribs and drabs, two, ones, twos, threes, not, not like a, a mob or anything. But they are forming up now in the space in front of the uh, portcullis. Uh, a little way back, you know, the, the rocks thrown down have uh, made them a bit concerned. But they can tell there's only a few of you in the structure, even though, it, you know, it's a big fortified structure, so a few people can hold it effectively. How long have they been here for? I ask Conrad. Uh, you know, a few days. It looked like it's. It looks like a camp that's been pretty well set up. Does it? To, to my eye, like maybe a little bit longer than that. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they won't go away. There's nothing we can do. We're not going to let them through. Uh, they're vergers. No, Quite they're... decadent vergers as well. I mean, they've got like a tent each. That's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd think they'd share, wouldn't you? Well, vergers, they're uncivilized folk. You know, they don't mm. really know the ways of uh, decent people such as you and I. A lot of children for people who have never had sex. Um. Yeah, I d uh, didn't. Did I? Did I say that? what? Um. Anyway, look. Should we go and check out the portcullis? Don't worry about them. Yes, food then portcullis. So slightly concerned about the them and whoever it is they're talking about following them. But yeah, let's do that. Let's get somewhere warm and quiet because I could certainly do with a snack. I mean, all okay. this, this this brain work. Makes me hungry. Okay, so he leads you through to the chamber with the kitchen with the the pot um, as Sir Steven has probably brought the level of the stew down slightly in the pot. Um, well, he took a mouthful, but I didn't. I didn't stay. Oh, okay. I went. I went upstairs immediately. Oh yes, so. of course, of course. Uh, but there's, you know, as you can see, there's a table. There's four chairs. You pass by the storeroom. The door is closed. Um, um, and uh, it, it's got store written on, you know, written on the door. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a military location, so this door does have kitchen on it, that kind of thing. Uh, and you go in, and uh, yeah, he's like, well, help, help yourself. I, you know, I, I, I've just got to, you know, keep an eye on you. I, I'll wait outside the door if you'd prefer to eat, you know, privately. can't hear you sorry that's because i muted myself because i was eating biscuit <laughs> no no sit with us join us oh, okay sure he sits well, down they grudge you a little bit to eat as well you can see a bead of sweat on his brow just starts to so um come down i'm gonna i'm gonna take it like small dirk or like i'm assuming i have some sort of knife that isn't mine. sure of mortuary sword. Yeah. I can just be picking dirt from under my fingernails. Tell me more about your time in Braden Hills. Oh. Was, um, you know, it was over so quickly. I, it was such, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And I really enjoyed my training. Uh, at the striker. Your striker training. You enjoyed. I mean, it was tough. Training. It was hard, mm. but I had mm. a purpose. And I was there for a reason. So. Who trained you? Um, uh, one of the Brays. I can't remember his name. It's, a, it's like As that's in, the most famous name. Uh, yeah, Alistair yeah. Bray, right? Is yep. the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Record, yeah. Oh, that's a, that is interesting. So, what's really going on here? Um, uh, you're you're inspecting. Do you the... honestly think any of us believe that you're strikers? Make a... Hmm, how do you want to do this? Intimidate him into... Are you trying to intimidate him? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's. let's, let's uh, I'm going to say you can have a plus 20 because <laughs> you've thoroughly questioned him. He can tell that you're onto him and there's two of you and he's you know in the room. I mean, he's got leather oh, armor and a goodness. sword. Oh, goodness. <laughs> 
I'm going to use a point to reroll uh, that. Why was your rating zero on that one? I did plus 20. I don't know why. Oh. Uh, my Intimidate is... Well, my Brawn is 42, and I got a 5. Is that focus or what? I don't know what the, the small 5 is. That's your that's your Brawn bonus for when you do damage. That's really weird. I don't know why it come, came up as a 0. But Brawn is 42, and I don't have any additional red dot or anything in Intimidate. But I think I'll re-roll that with my... Um, What's it? Uh, Try changing the difficulty rating to easy instead of putting the modifier. Yeah, in. I'll do that. Actually, I think it, I think maybe it doesn't like plus because I did plus twenty. So if yeah. I had done if I had just done twenty, I think it might be is the easy roll. Boop, and then doo -doo 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 -doo. boop. Submit. Now it's better. Aha. Uh -huh. You succeed. Right. He he like puts his hands on the table as if he's like so he can be ready to like push off. In them. <laughs> and he says, I, I, I don't want any trouble. It's a bit late for that. You're already in trouble. I know. If the captain not, gets not... here, you're screwed. Well, we're gonna be gone before then. Who are you? They're just trying to find something in the map room, and then we're going to be gone. That's yeah, all. that wasn't my question. My uh, my name's Comrade. I'm not a striker. Well, this is the part I'm curious about. Who are you with? What are you here for? I was hired by Dietmar to come and help him retrieve something from the Eyrie. Uh, there was this this woman uh, uh, and this other guy. Um, they they seemed to convince him, uh, Natasha and, and Rolf, um, and they they seemed to convince Dietmar of their their plan pretty pretty quick. Um, uh, and yeah, um, I I I didn't think they would kill everyone. And you didn't kill anyone. I, 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 I've been on watch the whole time. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. I swear, I haven't hurt anyone. I, you know, apart from that woman I chucked a rock at earlier on. I, 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 you know, that's not that's not me. I've been keeping an eye out. I, they wanted me to to lead them up here. You know, through the mountains. We couldn't go up the regular path. You know, that's what I do. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a. Mountain guide. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think it would turn dark like this so quickly. Um, Deepmar kind of killed a few of them, and I don't know what happened to the others. And then the Rolf's he killed. He killed a few strikers. Yeah. Himself. Yeah, but I mean, they kind of. He got one unawares, then one in a one-on-one -on -one in the courtyard, and then one was trying to raise the portcullis, and he took him took him down. That's what he told me. I, I, I don't know. 
I was watching by the secret tunnel, the escape tunnel, and the pass to make sure no one else was coming. By the time I got to the keep, they were they were all dead, and um, and he sort of starts rubbing his head and like I'm I'm oh I feel sick oh oh my god you sigh and help me what do I do uh, well what you do mate is very very simple you you use that tunnel and you go through it and you disappear into the mountains and you hope Sir Steven never catches you ever again because the only reason we're not killing you here and now is basically because we don't want to make a mess or raise the alarm. So if you're gone by the time we're finished with the others, then it's less of a problem, isn't it? Because, you know, you can go on and live your life. But if you, you make... hope that none of us ever see you again. I mean, my initial plan, if it wasn't for the fact that we want to find your friend in one piece and not have him scurry under some stone like a fucking cockroach, I would drag you up onto the battlements and throw you over on the side of all those lovely people who are stopping from getting to safety. So that, I'd listen to Powell here. That wasn't my... Uh, he just told me if I let any of them through, then I, you know, he... And you can explain that to them with both your ankles broken if you fall off the wall, if you don't listen to my friend Powell here and make I, yourself scarce. Very well. Do we have an understanding? We do. I hold out my hand to him. Keys? He takes big set of iron keys out of his pocket, slaps them on the, on the table. Uh, very well. Th thank you. I am... Um, he looks across at the table where there's sort of food and st stuff on the side, you know, like rations type thing, and he kind of looks at it and looks back at you and then uh, heads off down the stairs. <laughs> walk down behind him yeah Powell shall we yeah make sure he doesn't get mouthy on the way okay so you let me change the that way we also get to see where the escape tunnel is uh, where are we obviously it's we saw it on the map point. but as yeah as he's walking along so yes. Fred we're gonna see you safely into your bolt hole and then we'll deal with your friend well, good luck. So you go down the stairs, uh, past the armory, down to the bottom floor, and he gestures to Pavel, actually, and says, well, I, can you unlock the door for me? <laughs> As you've given him the keys. Uh, and he points at the right key, and you unlock it. And then he goes through and unlocks the next door, as there are. Two doors, as it makes like a little pen. There's a door in the middle of that side. You've uh, not got us on that map again. Oh dear, oh dear. Yes, sorry. The players. Sorry, right. it's an easy mistake to make. Getting the players. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there you come down and you open that door, mm -hmm. and then that door. You can see on the wall here there are uh, various. Um, documents and papers lining that wall and then he goes over and opens this door and he and he's like huh 
and as you sort of step up behind him, you can see that there are some dead bodies stashed in this escape tunnel. Um, Now, hang on for one moment. Perhaps be more cautious who you work with in future. Sorry, I'm just checking. Corruption. No, you're okay. Okay, so you see these bodies of uh, men that have been uh, two men and a woman stripped of their armor and cloaks and etc. And they are dumped unceremoniously, kind of piled against each other like rag dolls in the corner. Um, And he kind of slides past them, uh, not looking at them, you know, painfully turning his head to the side as he goes past them uh, and then you hear his footsteps as he runs full pelt runs down the corridor uh, towards the the far exit and the two of you are standing in the ground floor of falcon tower uh, comrade gone so powell top down or bottom up well i've got a couple of choices really i mean i'm sort of tempted to open the portcullis and let those people through they're harmless. Um, that, I did a count. There's, I, I agree with you. There's not 50 of them. There's more but, like 200 of them. And there's families and women and children and they're starving. Yeah. Yeah. No one disagrees with you. Here's the issue. If we raise the portcullis, it's going to be a little bit noisy. Yeah, that's true. And you figure, Pavel, even though there's like, you've seen the pulleys and stuff, it's not going to be, you're not like lifting the full weight of a portcullis. But it'll still take a little while to yeah. winch winch the mm. thing up. Well, top down's the best way to go, isn't it? I mean, you're the military makes the, expert. Makes the most sense to me, especially since that's where they didn't want us. But then they're more likely to escape because they can get out the base door. And if they then go back into the other tower and fortify that, then we can't get the portcullis open. So you know we do the, there is, we do the, there's not an exit from the tower, the other tower. Oh, other, yeah, yeah. There's other no... than on the ramparts. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we've okay. only got that one way in, yeah, as far yeah. as you know. You haven't seen a door on the outside of it. There's only arrow slits, right? You were saying. As far as you know. There's not even big windows. Okay. So we have to go up over the ramparts. I still think they need a handrail. Maybe you can install one when the new set of strikers get here. Yeah. Let's go find our friend. Okay. That off in search of Dietmar. So you're going to go I have off a present and for him. <laughs> I bet you do. Right. Uh, okay. Let's get to the right map. I just realized I've zoomed in on my face. I was much too big. Yep. Yep. Okay, so you have arrived at the the level where the crossing is. What do you intend to do? 
Um, I would be of the opinion we'd go over and open the door and see what, see what. Comes yeah, I've got to tell you, I'm not going to be much help in a fight. Well, stay behind me and throw things at them. <laughs> that I can do. Or, you know, if I hold him very still at some point, feel free to slip your dirk in somewhere soft and sensitive. Just don't get killed. I don't get paid if you get killed. I'll try and do that. And okay. if it all goes tits up, get back here and try and raise the portcullis. Okay. And I want the deaths of these couple of hundred people on my mind as well. Well, it doesn't even have to go all the way up for some of them to get through. Uh, but, yeah. Let's hope it doesn't go that way. Okay, so you start to cross over the rampart. Yep. Sir Steven first, I assume. Yeah. And as you kind of step out, sort of 10 feet away from the door, the door on the far side opens and Deepmar comes out. How's your review of the tower going? Well, I was just about to come into the second tower and see if I could um, get a look over there. I was going to knock and make sure that, that was okay with you. But now you're here, we don't need to do that. So is it okay to get into the second tower now? I'm afraid this level and above are out of bounds, but you may go down into the lower levels if you wish. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. I just need to check the anterior slot work. The lower levels is where I need to be. This really isn't necessary. I say to Powell, I go, you, draw your sword. And I'm going to use my issue challenge thingy. Which okay. Means, you know, cool. I assume okay. there's some form of initiative i'm just so well actually and this is one thing we forgot to do at the beginning when you play zweihander what you gen generally tend to do is roll initiative right at the beginning uh so that when things come up along the way that require as an initiative order you don't have to roll it again and it doesn't break the flow of the game like we're doing right now um <laughs> so um what we're going to do is i'm going to just mark this page with all his nice lovely stats on and i am going to go to the combat section so here we go da, 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 da. combat okay the initiative ladder um, you roll 1d10 and add your initiative from your character sheet, which I believe is based on sort of perception bonus, etc. Yeah. Don't see anything that says initiative. It's, it is in there. Um, it may be on a latest. Let me have a look at Pavel's character sheet just to check. So. Oh, there it is. Found it. Eight. Three plus perception bonus. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Right, so I add that to a D10. Yes. What am I rolling? I'm rolling a D10 plus what? Your in, uh, initiative mod initiative modifier. I've got this problem with this thing being very skinny at the moment. Which is three plus your perception bonus. Perception bonus? Is, is the bonus the five, I assume? Yes, the little number. Okay. Yes. So, okay, hang on. So plus you said plus three plus perception bonus here. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, ah! Right, six. I got six plus eight. Don't get too cocky. Oh, oh right, 14. you didn't add your thing. I didn't add my 
eight because I had to use the dice roller because I pressed the wrong buttons. Oh. What's the roll command? Slash, Slash roll. roll. And then it's whatever it is, and you can do pluses. Yeah, that's what I did. I did forward slash roll d10 plus 8 and it says unrecognized oh weird 1d10 plus 8 oh that oh, no i just did i just did d10 did you yeah okay so 14 we have pavel 12 we have deepmar and 11 we have sir steven who in spite of deciding the fight would start somehow managed <laughs> to not notice it was going to start <laughs> You know, well, maybe Dima was, was maybe waiting he was about for him to, to start a, a fight as I was well. Waiting for him to take a swing because maybe it's more honourable. Okay, so that's what it is. You're being honourable. Absolutely, it did stop an issue a challenge. So, so combat overview. There's no surprise. Uh, we take turns. Completely <laughs> unarmed. <laughs> so you get three action points at the start of your turn which are then spent to commit to your actions as the turn comes up within the initiative ladder. You're not required to spend all of your APs on your turn and you can hold on to them so you can dodge out or parry. I recommend mm -hmm. you do that if you need to. By the same token, a character cannot simply elect to carry over APs into their next turn. So you can save them, but then when the initiative order starts again, oh, sorry, when it gets around to you again, you don't have those ones you've just saved up. You get three again so there are various actions you can do um charge get up hustle maneuver i think you guys have got we've got that page yeah. good to go yeah, yeah i've got that good i have to go. it i have it like there cool. <laughs> excellent yeah. i've got it there. here so right so pavel what are you doing i am first? going to take aim oh which is one action which is one action. I might. Yeah, I'm going to take one action to take aim. Okay. You get. You use all your action points. Oh, I'm using all, all my the, all the ones you want to use in your right. turn. You go. I'm now. going to take aim and throw a throwing dagger at him. Then throw a knife. Okay. Ranged attack. Uh, when it's distance from a foe, make a relevant combat-based skill test, referring to the skill required to use your range weapon. A foe so can attempt to dodge your range aim. attack or parry it with a shield. You cannot make a ranged attack while in an engagement with foes unless using a weapon with a gunpowder quality. So, he can attempt to parry or dodge you. Ooh, he's got very good parry. Doesn't really seem to be entirely necessary. Oh, you failed. But it's added my modifier again. I oh, know, it's the roll of 80. What's the modifier? That no, that's added your skill on and a plus yeah. ten modifier, which was the aim for, for taking. Oh yeah, your aim. Yep. So fifty-eight, and you rolled an eighty, so you yeah. miss. So I did missed. you? I yeah, got excited. Ah! <laughs> okay. You didn't and want like to. It comes uh... flying over past my ear. And <laughs> it clatters off the stonework at him. <laughs> Damaging the pointing on the oh, stone. Oh, I got to fix that. <laughs> um, and he looks at it and then looks at you. Right, let's get this done then, shall we? He's got, got his sword out and his shield. We and, have made um, it look like we're incompetent. So at least we have that on our side. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. You're a gimpy old man and I can't throw for shit. And he steps forward into... Uh, he's actually going to charge. Let me just get this right. Charge, two action points. Charge a distance equal to two times your movement if you move at least three yards and then successfully strike with a melee weapon on the same turn. Add an additional 1d6 fury die to total damage results. However, this provokes an attack of opportunity attack if you leave an engagement. Sure, not there. So he's going to charge, and then he's going to attack you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So melee attack. You may attempt to parry a melee attack. Uh, you cannot... Yeah. So you can, you can parry, which you've got a stat for. Uh, yep. I'm going to roll... Here we go. Sorry, my setup's a little bit. I've kind of spread out everywhere. <laughs> like rather than having a, la- a keyboard right in front of me, it's like, oh, hang on, I've got to move the microphone. <laughs> um, right, so I'm going to. Okay, let's have a look. Martial melee combat of that. He is successful in striking you. I'm going to try and parry. Why did it not go? Oh, I did. Yeah, there we go. So that will be... Yep. It's a very high roll, but it's a very high rating. <laughs> so parry. That's cost you one action point. Yep. When you are successfully struck by a melee weapon, but before damage is determined, make a relevant combat skill test. If successful, you avoid all damage. If you critically succeed, you avoid all damage and do not have to spend an AP to parry. Um, you cannot parry when left defenseless or helpless, nor can you parry called shots. So, I believe your ability means that he is defenseless against you. Yeah. So he can't parry your attacks. Well, he can't now anyway, because he's used three action points. Sure, but if yeah. he had... But in general, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of your... Um, what's it called, sorry? Uh, issue, issue challenge. Issue challenge. He's now like, oh, I've got to come and kill you and I'm not going to hold back, kind yeah. of thing. You've kind of... I called him a wee wee head and he's annoyed about it. Exactly, exactly. Right, so that's his go. So, Sir Steven, your go. I am going to... Let me have a quick look here. Boop. Uh, will I just... Oh, that's so tempting. Yeah, just for just for style points, and since I have two things, I, I assume I could I could attack twice, couldn't I? With two AP? Um, you can, but I think you get a penalty on a second attack. Let's have a look. What's a coordination test? That's if you like get knocked over or something. You need to take a coordination test to. Oh, there it is. It's agility. Oh, that's a nice him. shout. Disarm. Oh, but that's what I was going to do. Disarm and then stab him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him that much. You could do that. So you've got two action points left. Yeah, but I think I'll probably just try and stab him because um, I want to save one for parrying purposes. Stun him then instead. Yeah, but that just means he gets less AP. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just going to... I'm going to do what I was put on this earth to do and stab a man with my sword. <laughs> Not me. Yes, yeah, sure. My okay. character. Yes. Um, so I just rolled the thing beside the mortuary sword, I assume? Yes. yes. Yeah. That's a 14 Good. on the roll. Yeah, That's that'll like do. All of the information at the same time. Okay. So you hit him. You're successful. 
your skill is 49, mushroom LA 10, difficulty... I don't even know I had a shield. Difficulty plus 20. I think you haven't clicked off easy. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, but that's fine, because you're still passed. And you yeah, inflict 8 points of damage, but you've got your shield. Because it's, it's, mean, it's, it's a big sword, but it's one-handed, and you've got yeah. a shield. So yeah. having a shield means you're like, boom, boom, boom. And you like yeah. get a little, and it does like whack him in the face, and the then you're sorry. Dice? Yeah. How sorry? do we know if we get the chaos dice? It will go red. Okay. And it will sh that will show you that it's wow. it's exploded. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um. Yeah. Fury dice. Yeah. Chaos dice. You don't want to roll those. No. Because when they explode, you explode. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it says on my one that it grants an additional one d six chaos die to determine whether you inflict an injury. That's yeah. So on injuries, you roll different uh, if you. Okay. So that's if you get over his damage threshold. So his damage threshold Eight is damage. Uh, nine. So yes, you do inflict one level of damage on him. Excellent. So remember, you can take six. I think it's you can uh, five. Sorry, there are six stages i believe okay Ready for anything else? no that's his no so you've inflicted damage and on i him. have one ap left which i'm going to save in case he decides to try and attack he can't he's had his go and next round next round oh, you i can't, can't save your ap oh okay well then i'll just hit him uh, hmm. no you can you're you've you've hit him yeah you've got an ap left over yeah but it'll yeah. reset at the start it'll of the reset next... the start of your turn yeah that makes more sense Oh, okay. Yeah. I need, I need so, it if I yeah. Yeah. So if he has another go at you before then, you can use that. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. So there's this clash of steel, chung, 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 on the on the middle of the ramparts, uh, and the the sound of the verges below has dulled and quietened as they start to realise that people within the fortress are fighting. They can clearly hear this. Chung, 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 chung. Pretty visible, I'd imagine too. And yes, right, fairly visible. Walkway. Fairly, fairly visible. Um, Pavel, you stand. I am going there. to try a dirty trick and flick some gravel into his face. Oh, awesome! I can always Since rely I'm on you. Useless ben, at for a fighting. Dirty trick. <laughs> Brilliant. It's a guile test. Ah, guile. As luck would have it, I don't have any Again, skill in guile. The, the visual of this I really like because I'm standing there and you're going to like yeah. lean over my shoulder and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Rocket sand. Like the bully's friend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, make that guile roll. Let's have a look. I made it. Nice. Uh, dirty trick. Uh, when engaged with a foe, make a guile test. If successful, your foe he must resist. resist. Awareness. If successful awareness will be temporarily blinded. Oh, blimey. Has he got any awareness benefits? No. I mean, he cannot counterspell dodge or parry. No, so I've just got to make an awareness roll. He's clearly not a striker because strikers have awareness. Oh, yes. So just, I'm going to roll they this, but just for reference, his perception is 35. So he's rolling. Yeah, he hasn't got awareness bonus, so he's going to roll 35 or less. Three. No. So he failed. So you've chucked dirt. The 
I don't know, there's some loose stones and dirt around the side. There's, if the strikers were here, it, it wouldn't be in this state. But as it is... You well, as it happens, I did um, file some of it away on the wall earlier. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yes. So, so you chuck that in his eyes and he's like, Ah, damn you, engineer! <laughs> so, that's, so that's one of my armour points. I'm assuming blind makes things really hard. (laughs) Apparently he can't counterspell dodge or parry. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to use my... Oh, I was going to use my remaining attack to do a cold shot, but all that means is he can't dodge or parry, but he can't do that anyway. I think a cold shot still just damaged, isn't it? Yeah, but so does just hitting him. Oh, but you okay. could take aim, so you get a better chance of hitting him. That's true. I could take aim and then hit him with my remaining two points. So let's do that. Cool. Take aim at plus ten modifier. Fire away! Whoa! Whoa! And you exploded on the damage. And exploded on the damage right in the face. So you got nine damage? Yep. I don't know why it rolls twice. I think I, I'm kind of sad that you don't get to roll the damage separately. I don't know why. You can I, have I you understand. roll the damage separately if you want. Yeah. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. It's the, I did it! I fucking... And then, especially yeah, if it's an exploding... Did I do it? Especially yeah. an exploding dice, because that's can, just really... We can do fun. that. We can say you're rolling the skill with the weapon. No, and I'm totally taking that. Definitely not now, because he's just... <laughs> okay, so that's another injury. Uh, another um you've gone over his damage threshold yeah so he is now moderately wounded to throw a knife to the face uh, and and blind <laughs> blind temporarily blinded <laughs> so you went like one handful of dirt and then <laughs> over my shoulder and then under my arm while i'm just standing there going mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it was simultaneous <laughs> I had to take aim for the second one. Absolutely. Right. You're moderately wounded. Let's have a look at. Oh, not you, sorry. He I is. Not. He is moderately wounded. Here we go. Roll damage. Damage threshold. That just wants to Devon to be proud. When a of defender's me. damage condition track drops to moderately wounded, seriously wounded, or grievously wounded, they're at risk of suffering an injury. Some cases, particular talents or other traits may make said injuries more or less severe, such as rolling extra dice to to see. Uh, when a character's condition track drops to lightly wounded, there is no risk of injury. Once the condition track drops to moderately wounded, they must immediately roll a 1d6 chaos die. If the result is phase 6, they suffer a moderate injury. Aha! Now, who is adding extra dice? Me. Okay, so we'll do that in a minute. So uh, I'll let you roll that for me to see if he's moderately injured. T6? But it's it's Ben that did the damage. Yeah, Ben. Sorry, I was talking to... uh, Yeah, I I don't add anything extra. So roll 1d6, Ben. Okay, it's not roll 1d6. It's slash roll 1d6. Yes. Or actually do the right way slash. (laughs) <laughs> An unrecognized command it's really not liking me oh that's okay i've got the other go dice over to thing. the left yeah you got the I've dice there you there's go. no there's no Two. space you, you didn't put in a space no injury 
Also, I think you're slashing in the wrong direction. I slashed both ways. Yeah, slashed both ways, all over the place. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, Injuries. Yes, it just counts up, but he didn't didn't get an injury. Oh, there we go. That's what I did wrong. I didn't put the space in between the roll and the 1d6. But count the two. I was just checking to see if I'd done it right. That's cool. Okay, so he's now moderately injured. It's his go. Uh, and he is quite pissed off. Ah, damn you! I knew we should have taken you down the moment you arrived. Bloody Conrad, he'll pay for this. And he swings at you. He's going to aim at Sir Steven. Uh And then he is going to attack. Yeah, so he gets plus ten. Okay. So I am going to roll. Plus 10. Uh, and for you guys' reference, I'm rolling 70 or less. Boom. That is, that is less than 70. That is. So he is going to strike you, Sir Steven. Parry. <laughs> Good job you did save that one. Yeah, we'll see. Good job we'll I hadn't see. said the damage yet. Yeah, oh, sorry, I keep forgetting about the submit part. I rolled a four. Okay, so you successfully parry. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, and his final action. Um, he's going to try and disarm you, Sir Stevan. That's just rude. Because he can't dodge anything anyway. So he's oh, he's blind at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. I'm it assuming he would turn. have had a penalty. It is his turn. Apparently, the being blind thing runs out. Oh, no, oh, okay. on his next turn. So he's blind. Yeah, he's blind for one turn. round. He would have to be blind for at least one, otherwise, what would be the point? Okay, of so he's yeah. not going to attempt to. Um, he's not going to attempt to do that. He's going to wipe the crap from his eyes. His last action point. Yes. All right. Hey, so Pete, I have a question. Shoot. I, it's my turn now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, knockout in perilous stunts says when a foe is defenseless or surprised. Make an athletics test. He is I assume, defenseless. Yeah, but the weird thing is that reads like a rule condition, but everyone is defenseless against me if I fucking taunt them or whatever. But yeah. that looks to me like a walk yeah, up and just your... go, boom. Yeah, that's <laughs> your power. Like, that's... Fight me, whack. <laughs> They're unconscious. That is, the, the, the profession talents are quite powerful. If you think about Seems... Pavel's, he can pretty much always critically succeed at engineering. Yeah, and you, yeah. you know, can challenge someone to a fight. What if there's five people around you? Only one yeah. of them gets that bonus. But I can move it to the next person. It's not like once per once that person thing. is defeated, you can't yeah. move it. Of your but own I could accord. potentially knock people out every round. <laughs> In fact, yes. it doesn't even say at the end of your turn it changes. It says if the person becomes like dead or unconscious Inca- yeah, that yeah. you can. So technically. 
since it's only one. It's technically correct. The best kind it of correct. It doesn't even it doesn't even cast an action point. So I could just go you whack you knockouts whack, one you whack no. if I roll well. Got no, it's three bang it out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna make try an athletics test. Yeah. Athletics or test. be knocked out. That's you making the athletics test. Foe helpless, left unconscious for BB turns and suffers 2d10 plus BB peril. Well, let's look at the specific rules on this one. Knockout. When it goes with a foe, make an athletics test. If successful, your foe is immediately knocked out. Oh, there you go. It is. Kept making the athletics roll. That wasn't clear from the. Um, yes. No, the short so you, you don't have a you don't have a resistance against this anyway. No, I'm I defenseless and blinded. <laughs> and hey, you brought, you wiped the gunk out of your eyes. Uh, athletics is there. Okay. Super meat. Oh, it didn't work out. So oh. I'm just going to stab him again. Okay, so you like go with the pommel of your sword, and he like ducks his head lazily to the side. <laughs> and then you just like, Wah! All right, then. Okay. Easy way, hard way. Uh, where did my weapon go? Oh, that's at the bottom. Oh. Oh no! And um, Ooh, there's one more fortune point in the pool if you want to use it. Mm, no, and the the one action point I have left, yep. I will hold on to. Okay. I could do. I could try and do a disarm for funsies, but I assume he'll just use an action point to pick it back up, unless I get to keep it after I disarmed him. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep an action point for parrying purposes. Okay. Right, so we're back round to the beginning. A flurry of blows. Uh, Deepmar's slowly getting injured. And um, Pavel, we're back round to you. Mm, I'm a little bit stuck, really, because I don't want to get in and mix it up with him too much. So I guess I'm going to be resorting to throwing more knives at him. So I will. Um, fire away fire away yeah but I will use two of my actions to aim this time oh plus 20 and yes. to our viewers if you spot any oh. error, any rules we may have got wrong uh, please let us know in the comments below uh, we are just um, we're still in our early days of Swihander we are going to get into it a lot though we've got two shows planned haven't we Ben yep, you've got one so, I've got one Yep, so I'm going to do a show which is going to follow on sort of from this story. Um, this story will have impact on my campaign that I set up uh, with the Black Road. And Ben is doing his own world and own setting and doing an, uh, a show in that as well. Right, I only did one damage, but it's gone green. Hmm. You mean you rolled a one? You, you healed. I don't know. Damage. I would say I don't know what that means. So roll one d six plus your. Um, what does your dagger damage to? I just, brought, I just I realized just as well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have hit him on that first roll because it was still at the plus twenty. Because I got a seventy three and it was saying seventy nine, but my thing is actually fifty nine. I don't know if you want to. Okay. Now don't wreck on that or don't worry. Yeah. I, I rolled Loaded another dice. one. Okay, excellent. Right. So you throw a dagger at him, and it sort of hits his armor, and he he's aware of it, but it doesn't seem to 
Doesn't seem to bother him. Gonna want that back, Baker. <laughs> it falls off the wall. No, <laughs> no, no, just skitters, clink clanks across the floor. Okay. Falls off the wall and stabs a small child who is curious about what was going on. I'm giving some serious thought to throwing a bottle of leeches at the guy. <laughs> Shoving him off the wall. That's, so a, very, that's a very Zweihander attack. <laughs> throwing a bottle of leeches at someone. Um, right, it's his go. He is going to try and... <laughs> What does it say? Allows Bottle of leeches. Allows oh, bloodletting. Yeah. Nine uses. Not if you throw it at someone, though. <laughs> no. That's just the one use. <laughs> Do you want to throw yeah, your but... bottle of leeches at? I oh, know you've run out of action points. I've run out of action points, right. but it's a tempting offer. Okay, he's going to attack uh, Sir Stevan. He's going to aim twice Ooh. and go for it, uh, which means he's going to be at plus 20. So he's going to be rolling on a 90. Have you saved that parry? Yeah, I did. That's a hit. Or is it? Let's find <laughs> out. Next time on Dragon Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, parry. You parry. <laughs> okay. So you parry him. you're here. <laughs> yeah. He'd have minced you about <laughs> would have 30 seconds into this. You're going to parry with what? My my hands? <laughs> my face. <laughs> my face. Parry your sword with my face. Not the face. <laughs> okay. So, so <laughs> Stevan. So, Stevan, you've used one action point to parry. So, you are that now. From, that was from last round. I'm back. Oh, it was, now. wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I saved, saved it from last round. So, you've got yeah. three action points. How are you going to mess him up? <sighs> I suppose. I'm still tempted to try knockout again. I was gonna do. I was gonna aim and then aim hit, save one for parry. But I think I'll try knock it one more time. Okay. Just, just, just in case. Just because it didn't work once, it doesn't mean it won't work the second time. Exactly. Sure. Uh, Braun athletics. Go. Yeah. Ah, okay. So you take the pommel off your helmet yeah. as he's turning, fighting, and he like looks. Pavel's like thrown something. And he's turned around. He's like. Fuck you! Like, then you'd whack him in his neck, uh, and he just like crumples like a sack of crap on the floor. Roll two d ten, and add your BB. Where is the BB? Where are you at, BB? Where do I find that in the character sheet? It's near your brawn. Uh, it's the little number. Oh, it's a brawn bonus. It's yes. five. Okay. I, I, I didn't know what a BB was. I'm not idea. <laughs> <laughs> like a little robot snowman. It's a little pellet you shoot out of a gun. A 14. Uh, okay. He is imperiled. Uh, but more importantly, he is unconscious on the floor. For... Um, <coughs> Generally, when you do this, people are dazed for like a minute or so, you know. Mm -hmm. But you, it's it's a number of rounds equal to your brawn bonus. So five turns, you'll be unconscious on the floor. Uh, turn to Paolo, go rope. Let's tie him up. I assume you have rope in your toolbox somewhere. I might run and get some from the kitchen because there's a winch. 
You could just tie him up from the winch. You could just tie him up. That's good thinking. I mean, I'm seriously tempted to drop this guy off the edge where the people are and be like, just leave him there. They don't have to do anything to him. But once you, we open the gates, it's not going to go well. You can do that if you want. I'm not going to do it in case we need information from him. So. Well, let's hang him from the winch. Okay. Drag him into the kitchen, hang him up from the winch. Mm-hmm. Like, some, some of my good friends are strikers. I don't like this guy. Yeah. Let's do that. So we do okay. that, Pete. Okay, right. So you're going to tie him up to the winch. So um, you go... FYI, I only have about another 15 minute window. I actually, okay. yeah, I, I probably I have, have to begin go... the bed timing. That's fine. Now ish, to be honest. So, uh, so do I. So it's good timing. So this will be part one. Uh, although we said it's a one shot, it looks like we'll have to come back for a two shot. Okay. Uh, ben and I keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. We have a habit. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Danielson are talking during a role playing session. Hey, no, it's been good. Right. So you tie Deepmar up uh, for, to the rope on the winch and you kind of push him out so that when he um, wakes up, he's dangling uh, in the air. I assume that was your intent. Yep. Um, and then you're going to. Head back kind of hog tied, I think, because yeah, if we get yeah. hog tied, his hands would be free and he could get down. You Absolutely. Don't want Absolutely. You Nobody time. wants a recurring bad guy. No. Um, okay, so you guys are going to go across the uh, ramparts to the other side? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you. I'm going to take out Rolf and Natasha. Natasha. Okay, so you go across and the door opens uh, into a little entry area. There's the stairwell on the right, and on the left there is another arrow slit pointing down into the death zone uh, that the vergers currently occupy. And there is a door in front of you, and you have a set of keys, and you can hear someone on the other side rummaging around. You can also hear someone upstairs. Take the key, start opening the door, I guess. Okay, so... Uh, with a sort of um, police breaching model. So I'll open the door <laughs> police and then breaching step model. out Me of the way as... I, I, I'll be the flashbang. Kev boots the door in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you boot the door in and you... Boom. Ha! There are torches in the, in the room. There are two arrow slits looking out, but they've got shutters on them and they're closed. Um, there's a nice rug on the floor and a large desk uh, in front of you. Uh, on the on the desk, there are lots of maps and charts and books and scrolls and documents and parchment. There's generally a smell of that, you know, that booky, mouldy sort of scent. Mm-hmm. Um, hunched over the table is a figure. Um, she is wearing... Uh, like a ragged-looking robe. She's wearing uh, a skull on her head that has large antlers coming off of it. And she looks a lot like... Oh, nice. That lady Mm. there. And she turns around and goes... And we'll finish there. Excellent. I'm cool. absolutely throwing a bottle of leeches at that <laughs> She seems friendly. <laughs> yes, very friendly. Right. right. Oh, 
Cool. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Had a lot of fun. Uh, and thank you, everyone, who joined us uh, for that. Sorry we were a bit late starting. Uh, just a few parental duties to resolve before I could get the house clear. Um, but, yes, thank you for joining us here on Garblack Games. Um, if you're new to the show and Zweihander has brought you here, then I'm sorry if we got any of those rules wrong. Um, and if you're one of our regulars, then there will be more Zweihander coming soon. And, and we please... will get more rules wrong. <laughs> we will get, we'll always get rules wrong. That's just yeah, yeah. the way we do it. As long um, as we get rule one right, that's what counts. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, Pete is always right. Yep. Oh, no, um, uh, yeah. Um, have fun. Have fun. That's the key. Right. So if you guys want to check out Black Road, you can get it on DriveThruRPG. I'm going to put a link uh, below for that um, after this is finished broadcasting um also the maps we've been using are from an adventure location that i've published on drive through rpg called the mountain toll keep which you can also get your hands on um if you do that's awesome if not don't worry um also our patrons have got a lot of these things uh for free already so if you want to support the channel in another way then please go and check out our patreon we'll also have a link for that shortly after uh and obviously there's all the social medias and discord and all that kind of stuff going on so please Discord has been blowing up in the last sort of half an hour with people yeah. discussing a lot of warhammer and zweihandery type things oh cool it's been but it also gives you an opportunity to investigate the perilous space adventures of my murder hobo players in the game oh, that yeah. i'm running at home your traveler game yeah are you going to broadcast that delivery. one for us murder everyone probably not i'm still working my way around to persuading the guys that, um, <laughs> It's okay broadcasting to be on camera. Is an idea. One yeah. thing um, you could want to add is the tabletop role playing game thing that you for your birthday. Playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's my 40th this year. And I thought, oh, uh, the wife said, oh, do you want a party? And I said, yeah, but with dice and role playing <laughs> and war games and figures. And she's like, oh. So we're trying to organize um, a whole in St Albans for the 25th of April which is International Tabletop Day and it's near my birthday it's kind of an excuse to spend some money on it really I'm going to hire yeah. a hall and people can turn up and play games and bring games and do all kinds of stuff so if you're in the UK or I think some of our European friends may actually be coming hopefully um, it's going to be a great day all day playing games lots of fun and I'll put we'll put stuff about it on social media as well in case you want to find out about that Yes, there's also all our other shows. I've just finished a Star Wars Fantasy Flight Games Edge of the Empire series called Fractured Empire, which I did a very much more... Um, I was trying to make the episodes seem very Star Warsy. Everything started in the middle of the action. Everything had a cliffhanger. Everything was, you know, a chase scene or lightsabers or, you know, it was very Star Wars uh, and had a lot of fun doing it. And we just finished it off with really cool episode where it all kind of all the previous episodes came together there were obviously nine episodes in the series you always have nine episodes in the star wars series um so go and check that as well we have flint and steel which is our warhammer fantasy roleplay show the flagship um, show the flagship show which is warhammer fantasy roleplay is the 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 you know the where 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 this came from um in essence, the cousin of Zweihander. 
so we do like sort of grim, dark things on the channel, and our fans do as well. Uh, Obviously, we got... season one and two were the best. <laughs> Is that because you were in them, Ben? And Kev. <laughs> and Kev. Obviously. That's why uh, we were the best. Season three... Uh, it's kind of crazy, yeah. I just had Ubers where I could get. Anyway, I, I won't. I won't give. I won't. Oh, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, and yes, so there's loads of stuff going on. Loads of stuff on the channel. Please go and check it out. And thank you very much for joining us today on Goblet Games. Thank you and good night. Bye bye. 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 Oh, hang on. <laughs>